Sports Shorty, it's your birthday. <laughs> We're gonna party like it's your birthday. Sip a cardi like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck it does your birthday. Find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Mom got what you need, you need to feel a buzz. I'm into having sex, sign into making love. So come give me a hug. And if you into getting robbed. Alright. Hi everybody. And welcome. To the TPS Sports Podcast. You can find me oh. in the club. About all full of buzz. My mind got what you need. You need to feel a buzz. I'm into having sex. I'm into making love. So go give me a hug if you're into getting rubbed. Give me a hug if you're into getting rubbed? Yeah, I, I brought up the radio version because that's the one I'm familiar with. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what's the... That stinks. He says, Mama, I got what you need. Mama. It's mama! M- it's mama apostrophe I. Like, mama, I got what I you need. I always thought he said, my mind got what you need. No, it's mama. Till right now. Mama! It's mama! Like, it's like Kendrick on the J-Rock win. Mommy! 50 is a trendsetter. You love 50 Cent. I do. That's uh, the first rap album I ever bought. I know. And I, I got Eighth grade. It. I didn't like him when like when you had the album and when <laughs> we were in school. Dude, he had like multis. I, I All li- the G-Unit. I listen back and I do like 50 Cent music. The G-Unit album to me is way doper than Get Rich or Die Trying. See, sometimes when you're like, when you are a bona fide hustler, I think is the vernacular, when you're like a, you know, a gangsta. Mm-hmm. A wangsta. You say you a wangsta, but he's <laughs> he's an OG. When you're so hard, right? So hard. Hard. You take bullets to the teeth and you still rap through it. You Dude, know, he got you're, shot in the face. A lot. A lot of times, right? Well, I think he just got <laughs> shot in the face once. He got shot nine total. Oh, okay. A total of nine I times. I thought he took nine to the grill. Like they were playing the no, carnival no, no. game when you throw <laughs> it, you knock down the clown head, like teeth are flying out of his mouth. I think nine to the grill is like sur- like guaranteed death. The thing is about that, that demeanor, maybe this is like, the, we were just talking about prejudice. and pe- like It's prejudice uh-huh. when you look at, so it's like, I don't give him credit sometimes for the the good bars because it's buried in this like hood shit sometimes, mm-hmm. and then it takes a couple of listens to be like, oh, that was like a really good fucking scheme. That was a really <clears throat> good like, line. Good looking and fucking ripped, and and there's this assumption of like, oh, if you're ripped and good looking, you can't be good at anything else other right. than being ripped and good looking. Oh, he owns Vitamin Water, so mm-hmm. he's paid out mm-hmm. without the music. I hate him now. Forty nine percent. I think sell out. I think. I think he also has a percentage. No, it's fifty cent. Wow. 50%. <clears throat> I think he also owns a percentage of Bellator MMA. Yeah. Uh, whenever they have like a championship fight, like part of winning the fight is like 50 comes into the ring and gives them like a, some like... Talks champ- through his teeth. Congratulations. So he, like, owns, <clears throat> he owns like so many things. He gives them like a bottle of some champagne that he also is part owner of. It's all one big commercial. He owns everything. He made it. <clears throat> Uh, but I was listening to the new Benny the Butcher album, and it's good. And like, there's a lot of good songs, but dope. he's he's like so so horrid, you know. Yeah. It's just like, oh my god, it's like it's it t- just, ties back to. Uh, but he's, there's a lot of really good uh, rhyme patterns in that. If you're, mm-hmm. if, but like, it's buried in like it's the butcher coming, like all that, like ah ah, you know, it's in your face. But uh, uh, good it bars ties, ties back to something we've talked about before about like how battle rap is like 
this this weird paradox of like you're being hort, but you're also like you're writing a poet. a poem for another man. Yeah, diss tracks, some, some kind of fruity about it. Right, you're sitting there with your pen and your pad in and, the studio, just and like all rap. There's like it's it's technically you a poem. You shook me to my core, and now I'm gonna bring you more. Wait, 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 wait. Eraser. West Side Gun <laughs> likes to write poems about sticking <laughs> guns in people's mouths boom, and boom, selling boom, cocaine. Boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. I like Benny the Butcher more than I like West Side Gun, though I, I heard of West Side Gun first, and I love his voice. Mm-hmm. I love that cool, like, different voice, like an Easy e or a fucking Danny Brown. Like, you know, it's, it's just wild and high-pitched, maybe. On my nasally side relates He's to- He's, like, in his 30s. What, do you think he was younger? Yeah, when you listen to West Side Gun, like I, when I hear it, I think he's a teenager. Yeah. It sounds like a teenage kid whose balls have like only slightly dropped yeah. so far. I like his, and this is all part of that Griselda umbrella, whatever that is. I'm, I'm still learning. But I think like, Griselda was like the female Pablo Escobar from I, Cocaine Cowboys. Sure. But like, I like West Side Gun's voice, but the more I listen, like the, you know, the bars are just all over the place. Mass murderers. Yeah. <clears throat> Hip Hop 101. <laughs> Uh, Rick Ross, the boss. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I, I actually came to appreciate Benny the Butcher's uh, rhyme structure on this album. He's got better bars. Yeah. West Side Gun said some cool shit, but <clears throat> regardless of what he says, it's hard for me to get past every song. The fucking do, 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 do. I kind of like the ad libs more than I like his raps. Yeah. I kind of like that more because I'm like, oh, right. fun. Like, it's a. <laughs> Give it a rest. It's like a movie. It's like a movie scene, not a song. Pew, pew. This is like dramatic action. Pew, pew. Um, yeah, dude, 50. Stunt 101. That's my jam. Anyone who knows me knows I know yeah. every word to Stunt 101, including the words that society says I'm not supposed to say. <laughs> Maybe you'd like the soundtrack that my neighbors have provided. You know, there's a lot of... Uh, like, I don't get to listen to music anymore. Get so I, I, icy, you don't have to like me. And a throwback jersey with them throwback Nikes. I know you probably see me with cash money from back in the days. The only thing named is the number on the thing. There's uh, I bought me your old school and blew out the brains. Rock the mic till I threw up a chain. My street wheel spinning, man. I'm doing my thing. Now what another job, another you in the game. <laughs> Best line. Come on now. We all know gold is getting old. The ice in my teeth keep the crystal cold. G-Unit, homie, acting like y'all don't know. Look. I can't even walk through the mall no more. Shut I just pull up, up get out, <laughs> get out. Oh, they never seen dogs lift up on a car before. That's Don't be mad that's at that's me, that's dog. It's all I know. How to show these fugazis is how it's supposed to go. Stop saying dirty stuff. That's it. There's like no swears in that bitch. Shut up. <clears throat> you can attest I was not looking at anything. Yeah, that's the one thing you haven't read off your phone in mm-hmm. order to recite the lyrics to on the podcast. Uh, my neighbors, they're a bunch of loud cunts, was where I was going. Oh. All they do is play fucking that music. That was aimed at your neighbors, not me. No, it was you. But this one's for them. Shut up! <laughs> uh, that's like, I get their soundtrack, you know, for, uh, like, it makes it impossible to do work Soundtracked? here. No. Soundtrack? Yes. Uh, yeah, I was here a few days ago, and it was like, uh, like, Trey songs, and, uh... They played WAP the other day, and of course, like, my girlfriend's head's nodding. It's like, fuck you. Like, these are the enemy upstairs. Yeah. Like, we need the, the noise to come down. And then, you know what? This is psychological One time warfare. threw it up there. They ran it back. Beginning of the same fucking song. Wow. Certified freak. <laughs> Seven days a week. <laughs> I'm so sick of this bullshit. And I gotta hear it up from upstairs now, too. I'm being, being attacked from all angles. But, my titty looks weird. 
I've talked about <laughs> there that there you was forgot last week to say tit mouse when we were talking about growing a tit. I told Seth that first of all, don't try and take my forgotten. <laughs> I joke. said you forgot. Yeah, I fucking lost my mind in coming up with. Sometimes episodes don't have good titles. I listen back and be like, I can't find anything that was like memorable. Talking about her tit being grown in a lab on a mouse, and I didn't say tit mouse. Wow. I'm like, that's a title, man, and you fucked up. That's how you learn. That's how you grow as a broadcaster. You learn as in your comic personality. You listen back and you realize that's where I fucking missed, and I'm not going to miss that opportunity next time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the cunts upstairs and their fucking soundtrack. Uh, there was nothing but uh, construction noise for seven weeks. So preparing this new pristine household upstairs for the new neighbors. Which one's better? Uh, I guess this. I guess. Because sometimes they will play like a fucking Biggie song. Like, I guess I like that. The, the construction right. uh, sounded at, at certain times like, they, like the drill was, was right next to your ear. Yeah. Like they're drilling, like you're at the dentist office or something, they're drilling in your head. This doesn't exactly sound like they're pressing but headphones But also they have, they have a kid up head. there, and you know how kids walk, it's like... Like idiots. There's no like, you know, you can't just tiptoe. It's just, they're they don't stumbling know how to distribute drunk. their weight properly. That's what I gotta hear. So it's just, there is just more banging. Here's a clip of like uh, the construction noise uh, from before they moved in. This All is, day. This is not in your apartment. No, no, no. This is in a different unit. So this this clip is a minute long, and then there's this clip. Let's see what this sounds like. Just jumbling, tumbling shit up there. Two straight. Wait, weeks. wait, wait. What's that? Buzzing, buzzing, banging. So I'm just looking forward to the end. I have like eight different two-minute notes of that because I, I didn't know if I'd need to like prove the fucking noise pollution right. that they provide. You might in the have to go house. to the Better Business Bureau. So I'm trying point. to just wait it out. It was a long time. I made a couple angry phone calls, and then it's like, all right, they're done, and now we have new neighbors move in. I know it's going to be kind of loud. You know, people move a couch in, whatever. I just know that the transition of noise pollution is going to go from that shit to the fucking new neighborship. But this is even worse than I could have imagined. And then less than, a, I think it was on day five after I'm already hearing their fucking kid running around, fucking running laps up there over the Tupac song with the subwoofer on fucking repeat all day long. And it's just like, I can't get any fucking peace living here anymore. I want to move. It's like I want uh, to move. When Howard Stern has the lady lay the speaker on the floor and then turn the bass all the way up and the treble all the way down and then he gives her an orgasm. Yeah. But she flipped it. She laid it on the wrong side. Uh, so anyways. So your apartment is the clitoris? Last week, I'm, this is like day five of new neighborship. I get a knock on my back door. I'm sitting, probably editing the podcast. They knocked morning. on your door? Yeah. So they came down here. Wow. And it's, it's in the morning. The gall. So it's like, whatever. I don't know Nikki. who it is. Maybe they have something to, they need. I don't know. Knock, knock, knock. Buy some sugar. It's the new, it's the new neighbor. It's black lady. I like, I'm already making all sorts of other, you know, just like, it I don't want more to. more upsetting if the music that you'd been hearing was being played by a white lady. Right. It's just like some six or an 18 year old <laughs> moving uh, from the suburbs to the city. And just like, what are you doing? Fucking 90 pound white girl. Anyways, she just comes down and says, uh, hey, they cut off my, all my powers out upstairs. They cut the gas and the power. I was like, already the bills are unpaid and it's just like they, they cut all the fucking <laughs> the power off upstairs can i use your phone and i'm just like sure come you oh, know. can we make a deal right and this is what my head goes to like all right let me be good neighbor here because i, I need a bartering chip because eventually I, I am gonna have to go up there and be like yo i'm, right. I'm recording Remember, downstairs i'm the guy who let you use his, his phone right it's more than that the the uh, <laughs> 
the fucking what's the word mm, intrusive the intrusive first of all no no hello my name is nice to meet you i'm the new neighbor upstairs nothing like that it just said hey they cut my power off down there i need to use your phone and then I'm just like, okay. I need to use your phone. That was the phrasing. I don't remember, man. It's impolite. Do you have a phone I could use? Something like that. But still, it's impolite to not say, like, this is a stranger. I would have no to like, name. disclaim like six separate times, but like, I'm really sorry for bothering you. Right. It'll only take just a minute. No. If you could please find it in your heart. She's, she's Can I use your phone? No, she didn't do any of that. So the, the first thing I said in response, she goes, hey, they cut my power off upstairs. The gas is off. The electric-. And I'm like, oh, now you want me to help you turn your fucking speaker back on. Like, I'm conflicted right. right now. Fuck that. But I'm like, okay, let me. what can I do? Uh, or No, the first thing <laughs> I said after she says, uh, do you have a phone I could borrow? I need to make a phone call. Like, let me oh. use your phone. She's holding a phone in her hand that's not <laughs> dead, by the way. And it's like, you don't need the gas on and the electricity on up there to use your phone right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. It's like, and then she goes, uh, you got Big a- Big perk uh, of a cell phone. She says, you have a Wi-Fi? Do you have Wi-Fi I can connect to here? So she makes a call to someone on my phone while she while I take her phone and plug in my Wi-Fi. I'm like half asleep still. I'm plugging in my Wi-Fi in her phone so she can look up something and log into her ComEd and whatever and get her shit back in order. So then she does that. She makes a call on my phone to, I don't know, something like a family member. And she's like, you need to get over here straight away to cut my shit off. Get, she kept saying straight away. And I'm just like, all right, get over here straight away. Like, you can't wait till later. And then she hands me my phone back. And then I hand her her phone back connected to my Wi-Fi and I was like just let me know if you know let me know if that works can I let me know if I can help you with anything else and she goes for sure I'm gonna I'll be right upstairs I'm, I'm gonna come back in a minute like she, she said I'm gonna be back in a minute I'm like alright and then she just goes upstairs 20 minutes then, well no like before she even left I'm like alright she's just connecting to my fucking Wi-Fi so she can go McDonald's off it wow. upstairs wow she wants to just she doesn't have Wi-Fi she wow, doesn't want it wow that's a good one so she does it and then I'm like I'm texting my girlfriend about this I'm like met the she, new neighbors she played you she got you you fell for her Like trap. I said, while it was happening, I knew what was going on, but I want the bartering chip. I'm not going to be like, no, go fuck yourself. But the first thing I said was, uh, what's your name? I, I said, what's your name, miss? And she's, I, I don't remember what she said. And I was like, hi, I'm Matt. It's nice to meet you. I had to like start there because I was like, you're already asking for my Wi-Fi and my fucking cell phone. And I'm like, I just met you. You don't need Introduce Wi-Fi yourself. if you're, she's standing out on your porch like in the world. With no roof above exactly. you. Exactly. I don't. Uh, I was slow to the logic of like, wait, what the fuck? Does she need my phone or her phone to be connected to internet? Like, Duped. either way, here this you go. This was a plan. She's like, I'll do it at seven thirty a.m. So they're groggy. Yep. Uh, you got duped. You got sneaky. got. And then um, you got gadded. Maybe two hours later, another knock on the door, and then I go, and it's a different That's person. A this is a this is a child, maybe like fifteen or younger, and she's like, "Hi, I'm what's her face's niece." She sent me down. Could you write down the Wi-Fi password? We got disconnected. I'm just like, you're really just moving in, aren't you? You're really just fucking moving in. Like, okay. I would have said no. I wrote down the Wi-Fi password. I gave it to this polite little girl who was like, oh, your, your dog's very pretty. Is that I a boy have or girl? I would done like, like a wrong here. letter or something. In no, the I, what I did was I wrote it down for him and we gave him a little fucking 36-hour grace period and, and we changed, changed the it, password. Changed just it. changed the password. Changed it. But like, I'm, I, I did want to be helpful. This is a new neighbor, and even yeah. though they're terrible at introducing themselves and like all the like the normalcy of like you know just like lead into it, not just like yo, I need your phone. It's like who are you? Excuse me. Yeah. You know. And then she sends a kid down, like to not even come face to face again. And like it's like who are you now? Like you're the you're the niece of the lady upstairs, and like why am I talking to you and not her? I guess like another part of her fucking duping plan of like. You know, maybe if he'll be sick of me if I go down there too many times. Send a Let child. Send Nobody yeah. can turn down a child. So then the kid goes back up there <laughs> with my fucking Wi-Fi password. But we just changed the shit after a certain point. But I'm just like thinking, I'm trying to be nice. I'm doing my serenity now meditative shit. I'm just like, 
We have a live stream we're going to do this Saturday, Halloween live stream. Saturday, 3 p.m. Central Time. I'm worried that they're going to fuck it all up. And I'm going to have to go upstairs if they're making any sort of noise. If they play the music, if they're stomping the kid feet around up there, it's going to fuck with our sound. And that's not all right. Is it? So I was, yes, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. And I would rather you didn't. Yes, you will. Trust me. It will be picked up on the mics when our shit is not, you know, when there's no song on. And even when there is, I don't want the distraction. It's very loud. Yeah. That noise I was playing of the banging and shit, that's how loud it is in my house when somebody upstairs is making noise. Yes. I can't have that. So I'm trying to be nice neighbor. I still did change the password after a period, but I was like, Melina wanted to change it right away. And I was just like, fuck them. And she was like, let's just change it now. It's like, no, give them a day. Give them a day or They're two. They're just going to come back. And then boot them off the fucking network. Exactly. And I don't want to have to go through this a thousand times. Maybe they'll, and maybe they did set their shit up because I still hear the music and they're not on my network anymore and whatever. But just a very like. You think you're the only one that got asked? Very presumptive, intrusive, like new neighbors. For the five days before I met anybody where it was nothing but noise, where it's just like, this isn't what you want, especially when like. I work from home and record audio for a living. Like, I kind of need a clean track. Yeah. I can't get work done. And I haven't been able to get work done, by the way, for seven weeks. I've been waiting for this, and now I can't still get anything done. Our studio mic will pick up anything. Anything. You can't be playing it, uh, music upstairs. You can't be, the kid can't be fucking relay racing itself up the hallway. It's a good mic. So, uh, yeah, infuriating with that. And I was just like, wow. Like, I had to. Infuriating. Bite my lip. I'm not talking about exterminating them. What are you talking about? Uh, What are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, just respect, <laughs> just like the basic human respect, like, in, like, hi, my name is, you know, take it back to square tick-a, one. Tick-a, <laughs> That's all the intro song for next week. Um, but no, I was, th- uh, whatever I, I said, I was texting my girlfriend. I'm like, Hey, I hate to be my cynical self so often alliteration, but I, I kind of hope that they, the bills continue being unpaid and they're gone for before the end of the year. I don't want them as I just re-signed the lease. And the first year here was great. You know why? Because I didn't have fucking mice running all over my apartment, which is where I came from a year ago. Yeah. And now I'm here, and the first year was great. Dentist office. I'm finally back, set up to record. Like we're doing the podcast here every week. We can. We're trying to record music. I've been waiting seven weeks just to be able to get in here and record in silence again. And now the neighbors are fucking it up, and they're coming down here when they need you, and they're not borrowing a cup of sugar. They're like logging into our shit. It's like go pay for your own shit eventually. You You don't pay. A monthly bill for sugar. Some like, people do. I guess. At a certain point, don't rely on the neighbor downstairs to connect you everything. You know, it's not going to work out. And if they do come back down and ask for like, oh, we got disconnected again, or the password's not working, I'm going to say like, I'm just going to lie and say, oh, I didn't change it. Like, and and if you're not, it's if it's giving you trouble, maybe it's because it's not your Tell apartment. Them, uh, you know? no, no, we're going off the grid. We canceled our Wi-Fi and our cable and everything. It's like as I'm watching Eli Roth's <laughs> History of Horror streaming it on my, on my TV. <laughs> Um, but no, that was super frustrating. And history it's been a cheese. little, it's been a little better. They still play music every day for a certain period of time. That's in my opinion, too loud, but it's like, I'm the fucking, you know, I'm, I'm rarely like jam I'm walking to this music line of being a, a professional musician who makes the, you know, but it's like, you're supposed to understand they love music. They're playing hip hop. I get it. But yo, I have, I have work to do down here and it's impossible to get it done with them doing it's carrying on like hey I, we're we just moved in two weeks opening i know i know what it feels like to move into a new place you're excited you want to play the music loud you want to set your shit up and it's going to be loud that happens yeah this like, is uh, not that this moving is moving in setting up the furniture i like a little soundtrack maybe a podcast i get that that's okay and like i wasn't even mad immediately you know it took like days of this in a row and then the exclamation point after day five of like give me your phone and your wi-fi thanks and i was like yo this is like the sun just came up and you didn't introduce yourself. This is rude. She sent her son down too. <laughs> <laughs> no, the sun came up. Her niece came down. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was. Uh, I'm, I'm dealing with that. I'll give you a play by play as shit goes on. But 
super uh, unhappy with the, at this point, two solid months of can't work around it noise. Just got to sit there and deal with it. Just got to take it up the ass and tolerate it. Like everything else in this fucking world. You just got to sit here and take it. That's like, this whole year in review is that. Just fucking just take it. If you live it. above people, you should maybe put your subwoofer like on a table or something. So it's not reverberating through the walls and the floors of the building. Uh. Oh, shut the fuck up and have a day, uh, asshole. Hashtag asshole. I haven't used my angry thing. Do they your no, recordings? No, that is completely, that's just them playing the kick drum, baby. Uh, it actually fits really well. It's perfect. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was um, insanity. Uh, I had a fucking insane, you talked last week, I think recently about um remembering your dreams more because you're smoking less yes. or not smoking this month uh two nights ago i had a dream that me and joe pesci uh like committed some sort of crime where we were Dude. running from the police and then instead of shooting guns we were us and the cops were throwing eggs back and forth at nice. each other you know i've had a in, like for a week actually <laughs> no, probably, i have no idea probably since snl last week when fucking chance <laughs> popped out for a justin bieber song i was watching mm-hmm. that and like uh, there's so chance features on this song holy it's very much like open your heart to god yeah. more of that shit and it's like all right not for me but i like chance the rapper a lot and i'm listening to his verse in this and i've had in my i don't like this line and it's been in my head for like a week life is short with a temper like joe pesci i don't even know what he rhymes it with but i've woken up several times with, life is short with a temper like joe pesci a temper and i'm like i'm like what, what does it mean like life is short sure Life has uh, Joe the Pesci temper. is short, and he's got a short temper. It's lazy. Yeah. It's lazy. Are you saying black people are lazy, bro? Shut up! No. You Jared Kushner? I never. Correct. <laughs> 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 you had the right one first, and then you went with the wrong one. You that know what I'm saying? Correct. <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Uh, the fucking yeah, was- dreams. 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 I had a dream that involved you. Wink, nice. wink. Naked? Um, no, but it, this dream was, uh, and I still smoke weed pretty heavily all the time. Yeah. I remembered so much of this, and uh, I'm gonna try and like relay it to you. But this, I legitimately like woke up screaming in a, in a way. Wow. This, this was like a fucking. It I don't scared me in if my I've head. Ever done that? This is, I think, the only time it's ever happened. Other than like when I was like five, and I would wake up and like mom, and my mom would have to come in the room. Yeah. I, this was, um, but it wasn't just like like a movie when you spring up and go. Ah! It was yeah. like a, it wasn't like that. It was, um, you know, like, have you ever lucid dreamed or kind of been in control of the dream state at all? I so, don't. I have before, and no. I have like I have like used um, that minor awareness to like use a scream to wake me up, like to get out of the dream. Like I know I'm dreaming, and I I've gotta had wake sleep up. Paralysis. It was kind of like that. Like so, when I'm in my in the, I'll just I'll start at the beginning. Okay, in you and I are. Like I, this the beginning details are very vague, but we're at someone's house whom yeah. I don't know. I feel like it was a family member of yours or like some family we were staying with on the road, like uh, like a family, not like fans, our age or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And I, I felt like you knew it was somebody in it was your family. There was a a number of people, but mainly like a, an older, like a grandpa or uncle. I hang out with character. my grandpa every week. Right, and this you is like. This? So is this is not your grandpa, but let's say let's say it is for the sake of the story. There's a grandpa, and there was a kid, and there was like other. Technically, he's not my grandpa. He's my dad's stepdad. He's my step grandpa. Whatever. <laughs> 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 he's my grandpa. 
Uh, but, okay, so in the dream, I want to make a separation because your grandpa gets weird in the dream, and that's not your real grandpa. He's kind of okay? weird. We used to call him Silly Papa. I don't really know what your grandpa looks like, so the guy in my head is not who I see. You know, it's not your grandpa. Mm-hmm. Anyways, your grandpa in the dream. We're staying, and uh, you're. He's like setting up the couch, like crash out there, and but there were there was like a family dinner or something, like kids, like a ten year old and stuff. Um, and they're they're sleeping in their the spare room or whatever. We're taking the couch, and then, um. He like you you pass out before me and he something was was weird happening with grandpa and like the kid or he was putting the kid to bed and I said like uh I asked something and he basically said like don't don't worry about that you get some rest don't worry about what I'm doing like wh- I got I got everything handled was over like here Grandpa touching kids or something Eventually yes <laughs> Um skip ahead Bro. yes Look like I said not your grandpa Okay <laughs> maybe Okay maybe this was something Maybe I'm manifesting something that's too real. I don't know. You you take it up with him. Anyways, I'm. He Apparently says something the kid's very taking it up. Very much like don't don't look over here. Like don't worry about this. Yeah. You get some rest. Like sets to sleep already. You Mind need to get your some rest. Business, sonny. But he wasn't that old. That's why I said like more like uncleish. Maybe like fifty. Right. He's not old. He's like, but he's older. Right. And uh, I'm trying to sleep, and I I didn't like his warning. Like I I felt uncomfortable in the dream the way he said like. And don't don't worry about what goes on down the hall. You just take care. Go get some yeah. rest. And I was like, what, why would he say that? You know. So Look, I'm, if you I'm hear kinda, a blood curdling scream, so it's I'm none kinda, of your concern. I'm kind of peeking down the hallway, and I can't remember what happens first. Uh, eventually, Grandpa dresses up like a Girl Scout. Like this is like nice. the you know the the problematic nature of transgender stuff in movies, where like they cross dress and now they're crazy or whatever. Right. So that happened in my dream. You're problematic. Uh, no, your Grandpa is actually. So uh, your Grandpa dresses up like a Girl Scout, and then. He is, um, I see him put like a chloroform rag over the kid's mouth as he's putting him to bed. Classic. Classic my grandpa. Um, and I see that and you're just like asleep next to me and I'm like, Seth, wake up. Like, and then you're like slow to get up, groggy like me when the neighbors came down last week. It was just like, huh? And I'm like, he's, he's, he's chloroforming the kid. Like he's abusing the kid. Like, wake up. We need to help the kid. Isn't that a little more humane though? That now the kid's not awake to experience it. Remember the other day we talked about. Is it is it worse to have sex with an, a living animal or a dead animal? I love our off mic conversations <laughs> are worse than the on mic ones. Uh, and then, like, I think we kind of concluded that it's better to have sex with the dead animal because at least the animal's not suffering while you fuck it. Of course. Either way, I don't want to <laughs> be friends or hang out with the guy who's doing either of those things. So this was like such a vivid, uncomfortable dream of seeing like a kid get chloroformed, uh-huh. like obviously to be abused. <clears throat> and, and I'm just like, wake up! Like, why I, else I need, would you chloroform need, a kid? You know, Come he, on, he just needs a little help getting to sleep. He does, he's a little restless at That's the end warm, of the night. Let's use warm milk yeah. for that. <laughs> he's got warm milk on a rag. <laughs> suffocates him with it. But uh, so I'm waking you up. Like he's he's gonna hurt the kid. Wake up! We got to save the kid. Um, I don't know who this kid is, by the way, but he's getting fucking abused yeah. by a guy in a Girl Scout outfit. Yep. And like, uh, he notices me waking you up, and now you know the kid's out. He comes in. Now we're you know addressing, facing him. So all I just d- took my tongue out of ass and left. <laughs> so he's dressed up, looking, and he made some sort of gesture, almost like let's say you had like a like a razor, like a switchblade razor, and he did some sort of like badass movie thing where he like rubbed it on his stubble, like but like a threat, like yeah, like kind of brushing the nose, like what are you gonna like do, a- like. Don't fuck with me. I'm, sh- I'm brandishing my weapon, and I'll show you. Like it, it cuts my whiskers here. It's gonna cut you. Something like that, right? And then um, you like take a, a right turn to go. Like I don't know. Go for the phone. I'm gonna go get help. And then I, I'm dealing with him. And this is like I'm scared because I'm alone. And now I'm like Seth. Like help. I need your help. And then when you come back out, now you have like shape shifted. Not even changed outfits. You're Into like a, a girl scout. A, you were like kind of like you had different hair 
older like you were like, what happens in my dreams almost like like rosemary's baby like the witches shit like that of like you looked like different and then you gave me the same gesture like you turned on me you wow. wwf heel turned on me you and grandpa were in cahoots all along yeah and of then- course i've known him my whole life <laughs> i've known you since i was five he's got a five-year advantage on you what do you think i'm turning my back on grandpa so and then you gave me the uh like the the same picked up a weapon and went like, like grandpa i'm not gonna wear a mask while i cook your breakfast but i will wear a girl scout <laughs> outfit while i kill my best friend with you <laughs> with an old-timey shaving razor but yo this felt so scary to have everybody shape-shifting and like looking different and then turning on me and then everybody has this like blade that they would do the same it was almost like cult like everybody did you it. must like, have watched something where someone got an old-timey shave and that was just maybe like, but uh, I did fall asleep in your mind. I did fall asleep to a dog shit like Netflix horror movie that yeah. night, but it had nothing nothing like what I dreamt about in the uh, in the movie. <clears throat> this was like a whole new scene in my head. But I remember it so well. I even like wrote down Seth chloroform grandpa dream because I didn't want to forget Girl Scout to tell you. But like I have been baking a lot. Once you came back out like shape shift like bad guy, and you're all doing the symbol of like I'm gonna get you with your weapon. I remember like be- feeling in my dreams scared beyond all belief and i kind of recognized that it was so crazy that like this isn't real like but and almost like in a movie when they go like this isn't real wake up wake up like freddy krueger dream yeah um so what i did was i started screaming at the top of my lungs in my dream and then like so i'm like which you in real life probably sounded like "Mm." no it was it was kind of loud dude melina came in and like checked on me and she's like are you all right and then like a kid like a kid i went had a bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> and, but like, I just woke up and it wasn't even like Where's in my head. Where's your balls, dude? Where's your balls? I like, I, I must have been, the actual scream probably was like 50 cent. Like, with, like, uh, like my teeth were clenched and I'm drooling and I woke up and I was like drool all over, but I was going like, uh, my mom got what you need. <laughs> I was trying to like scream through my sleep paralysis state because yeah. I was like, I got to get out of this. This bad dream needs to end. It was it was like freaking me out that kids were getting hurt and everybody I knew that I trusted like shapeshifted into somebody untrustworthy and they all had weapons coming towards me and I was like, Ugh! I was just like mumble screaming until I woke up and my girlfriend came back in the room and was like, huh? She already got up to take care of the dog and I like scared her with my scream. The shape-shifting thing happens in like almost every one of my dreams where like that Joe Pesci dream, there was probably a point prior to that where it wasn't Joe Pesci and then... It was the CGI from uh, Irishman, (laughs) Joe Pesci, totally different guy. At some point it just swaps and there is no acknowledgement. It's like, uh, you know, say I'm like, like... it's my stepdad, and then at some point in the dream, my stepdad becomes Joe Pesci. I still consider Was Joe Pesci my stepdad. Was he like Joe Pesci? So I've been sampling stuff for the, the 404. Yeah, we're going to try and update uh, the soundboard with some new stuff in and, the next couple and weeks. And I sampled, because uh, I was talking about, like, uh, where's everybody's balls last week? So I sampled uh, Charlie from Always Sunny. Saying, where's your balls, dude? Yeah. And then I sampled uh, Joe Pesci in Casino. Uh, and Robert Dino's like, you know, where's your head? Where's my head? Where's your fucking balls? Right. Uh, so I spent like 20 minutes sifting through that scene and sampling it and shit. And then that, like, the next night was when I had the Joe Pesci dream. So that makes sense to me that the Joe Pesci, you know, is subconsciously, he's just in my memory right. of the day and, and the dream is processing all the day's thoughts. This was weird because my dream had no, like, nothing from the horror movie, nothing from actually a story about your grandpa you told me. Not, no, like, these were different characters, but it seemed like maybe we were crashing at a distant relative's house on the road or something where you're like, yeah, yeah. my uncle Joey, I never see or something. something like that where it was like peripheral. You didn't even know him that well. Yeah. But I guess you did because you fucking all turned on me, you psychopaths. <laughs> 
Um, but that was like the only time I've ever quote unquote woke up screaming, even though it wasn't like <laughs> like springboard. It was like trying to shout myself awake and it worked. Cold sweat. Yeah. So that was my week in review. Yeah, man. Um, now I know uh, what you think of me and my family. <laughs> you don't think highly of us. Uh, I know Term has some headlines here. I know Term started, he took a Muay Thai training class. I'm uh, today, talk about day that. three of Muay Thai. Nice. It's going well. Uh, Kicking anybody's ace. Today felt like the hardest uh, of all three days. And but but I took like three days off for the weekend because right now because of COVID there's a different schedule and they're not open on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had like a three day break and then doing it today. There was uh, a good minute and a half where I I think I was going to throw up and I had to like turn around and face the wall. I'm like on the mat and I'm holding pads for a guy. I like I can't you can't throw up like that especially being 3 days in I would be an embarrassment I couldn't come show my face there again. Yeah, you got to remove yourself. You got to say Also out. like you're supposed to like clean your feet before you even step on the mat so throwing up on the mat is a huge no-no. It's funny cuz Archie threw up on my foot this morning. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. Full Correlation. <laughs> no but yeah it's uh it's going cool. Uh like immediately day 1 I was thrown into like holding pads for a guy and and hitting pads while he holds them, switching off. Uh, I, I do like I hold the <clears throat> like the big pad that goes like on the side of my leg while they throw like leg kicks at me. Uh, and I'm I was doing that day one with a guy who's been there for some months and could really throw a leg kick, you know. And he throws like fifty of them at the pad that I'm holding. And after a while, I'm just like wincing with every one. Yeah. And then the instructor comes over, who's this fucking. Jacked. Pushes him out of the way. Like, Let me show you how to kick this fucking yes. thing. Yes. <laughs> this jacked Brazilian guy who's fought, like, I don't know about professionally, but I know he's, like, knocked out professionals. Uh, he won't tell us who, because that, that's unprofessional. Uh, but he's a fucking strong, big dude. And then he's, like, demonstrating for the other guy. And he's, there's no way he's even throwing 100%. But even his, like, 50% throw is like, oh, I can't imagine what that's like without the With pad, no pad over your leg. Uh, one of those you'd be feeling for a fucking week. It's crazy. But yeah, I like uh, that, that I'm just, like, it's just immediately being thrown in to like hitting. I'd never, I'd never hit pads that anyone was holding or held them. You know? It's pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like uh, I'm going to get jacked or slimmed or something. Something's going to happen. I'm going to get yoked. You're going to have a, a whole new physique. Yeah, I just got that new ID last week, and my ID for years has said 150. And there was points of last... You sent me those Halloween pics from last year, and it's like I was at least 175 during that show. Yeah. I looked plump. Uh, so I told the guy at, at the DMV, like, you can make that 150, 160. I'm not, I haven't been 150 for a long time. Uh, and then I just started doing this, and it's like, I'm going to be like, down to one. <laughs> fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, give me some credit. Nobody does that. Nobody's like, hey, make me heavier on the thing. Yeah. By the way, I actually lost a- two inches in height. I'm five, seven <laughs> and a half. So. Uh, but no, I feel like after a few weeks of this, I might actually be 150. You know, I got to go back to the DMV and wait two and a half hours in the cold to get a new idea. You that certainly says do not. <laughs> you certainly do not. I forgot to tell you last Don't week. Don't worry. Wait a little longer. You'll be 160 <clears throat> again. Uh, I forgot to mention last week how just like annoying part of the process like i said how weeks ago i had waited the two hours just to get turned away because my bank statement wasn't a statement it was a bank analysis uh 
And then this time I'm waiting, and the dude in front of me uh, just got out of jail. And he's talking to, they have like a lady who goes up, up and down the line to ask you if you have all the shit that you need so you're not wasting your time. Uh, but it didn't really work with this guy because I'm pretty sure he wound up wasting his time. He just got out of jail. He can't prove his residency. He stays with his sister. Uh, you know, he has like a, a hospital bill that hasn't the address on it, but sh- of course, that's not good enough. Um, and then he's like, he's on the phone with his sister while he's talking to the lady. Uh, and he's like, you know, this, this saying that the hospital bill ain't going to work. And then you just hear his sister. She's, she's, of course, she's on speakerphone. Uh, and the lady's standing right across from him. And then his sister, <clears throat> it's loud enough for the entire line to hear his sister just goes, tell her to go fuck herself. And the lady's just like, um, uh, what do I do? Right. Abort. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Abortion. Abort. It was great. But yeah, that guy, it's like. It's an endless cycle of, like, what is this guy supposed to do? He just got out of jail. He's trying to get an ID so he can get a job and and better himself like the fucking system wants him to do. But the system won't let him. It's a catch-22. You need a bank statement to get a new ID, but I don't have a bank account because I've been in jail, and I can't open a bank account without an ID. Uh, And then at some point in the line, some guy who's, like, having people apply to pass out like flyers for the fair tax or something or whatever. Uh, so he's, he, he needs any sort of job and he asked the guy, you know, what is it for? And I'll do it. I'll sign up. And during that whole process, the guy says like, do you have a car? And he's like, yeah, I got a car. And he, and he's in line because right. he doesn't have a license. So and right won't there, give him a job if he doesn't have a valid license for the car to do the work. Exactly. It's an endless cycle. You know what he can do though? You know it's what bullshit. he can do? Vote for Biden. <laughs> Aren't you sick of everybody deducing everything to like, you can't do anything, but you know what you can do? You can't vote. You, you can't, can't register do? to vote without the ID. Right. Yeah, that guy's fucked. And also just more of the same, you know? Yeah. That's the two-party system. Trade one asshole for another asshole. I don't what know. What are you going to do, folks? I don't know. I, I guess nothing. Like I said, just take it. Tolerate and take it. That's mm-hmm. all you can do this year. Um... So, in any event, wash my hands of the whole thing, God. <laughs> we can. Uh, oh, did you have a headline that you gave a shit about? I, the only one I saw was that uh, your favorite <coughs> programming app, Quibi, shut down and went nice. bankrupt. We just talked about that too, and how you just kept saying like, it "Just bothers me." You're like, you're just so upset. And about apparently, it. I'm not the only one. So good, fuck them, fuck Quibi. Well, I'm yeah, glad like, it serves them right. Pieces that, of shit. That was not a sustainable. <laughs> I, I bet somebody will get it right down the road, and they had to be the casualty. I bet they made money, but like. They're done, you know? I don't know. Usually you don't file bankruptcy and close the company if you made money. Okay, maybe they didn't. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I found it funny that... They got uh, quibbied. Like, not only was Offset doing a fucking dumbass show called Skirt on Quibi, uh, but I saw this article today. He got arrested the other day or, like, detained for a moment. For a criminally bad-to-watch show. <clears throat> uh, he was with a guy who had a illegal firearm concealed. So, because you're with, you're in a car with a guy who's got an illegal firearm, they have to detain you for a moment, too. Uh, but he's all like, you know, I'm going to sue your ass. You know who I am? Uh, well, appara- according to the headlines, you're Cardi B's husband. I found that hilarious. <laughs> Cardi B's husband offset live streams interaction with Beverly Hills Police. He's yeah. not even the guy from Migos anymore. Right. Cucked. Uh, I also think that you would love that it's in Vanity Fair, and it's part of their hip-hop uh, news that's called Rap Sheet. Oh, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> um, so it's rappers in trouble. But yeah, this is all a Clever. result of that I deleted social media from my phone, but 
but that doesn't fix the fact that I sit there and stare at my phone because my new social media is the news app on the Apple phone. When I like yeah. take a shit or I have time to kill, I just look at the news. But there app. also there is a difference between <clears throat> looking at the news too much and also like using social media too much and oversharing and reposting right. these stories and starting a debate in your comments. That there is a big difference to where big those difference. news stories trickle down. Everybody's been reading the news in one way or another. Like, also, that's normal still. You used to be able to comment on the news and on articles and stuff, and they've all wisened up to just not letting you do that because people will call out their bullshit in the comment sections. So there's just you're not allowed to comment on articles anymore. Uh, but yeah, I've I've just been like spending too much time looking at the news app, and then I was screenshotting. Uh, like headlines that I find funny because you'll see like I was telling you you'll see like fucking <clears throat> uh, you know like some important I guess or supposedly important political headline and then like California wildfires have killed this many people and the corona death toll and then next to it all will be like Diane Lane answers our every question about <laughs> the Tuscan sun some Just the, real who gives a shit shit next to stuff you should give a shit about. I always have to double take on there's articles where it says like, it, it's a list and I, it goes every celebrity to endorse Trump. I'll be like, they're listing the ones who are. And I'm going yeah. like, wait, like they're announcing every celebrity, <laughs> all the celebrities announced they're going to like, I right. read it the other way, yes. you know? Right. That's how they get you. Well, they had one about that, about how the Beach Boys, uh, Mike Love, Mike Love? Uh, of the Beach Boys has been playing like Trump rallies, um, and uh, fuck, I didn't get the headline in this, did I? Damn it! Let's see what would that be? I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, they, love Trump's. Oh, wait, hold on. It was just more of that, like, uh, like the rap sheet thing that would just annoy you. Um, frick! Come on, dude. Anyway, it, uh, it later in the article, they do. Uh, it says. Uh, that they showed like uh, behind them while they were playing this concert, uh, they, they were showing like this old black and white uh, video reel of like the old days of the Beach Boys. Uh, but the way the the writer says it is, uh, uh, many of them accompanied by black and I do mean white video footage. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Yeah. <laughs> is that good? Comma. And. It's not journalism. Uh, some other. That's great... a shot at the Beach Boys too. It's just like what? They're not legends. They mm-hmm. didn't pioneer their own sound. Okay. Okay. Uh, some other headlines that just caught my eye that I thought were great. Um, she loved fried chicken, but not the racism that it came with. <laughs> <laughs> we know what this one's about. Yeah. Skip. What bothered me more about uh, maybe more about the the you know the supposed racism that this article alleges. Is the uh, it should be a source of pride for black people. It's complicated though. Dot dot dot, and then a quote from the girl. Back then, I'd promised myself that as soon as I was old enough, I'd eat fried chicken all the time. <laughs> I was like, "This is not a thing to be proud These of." These are not news stories. No matter your race, eating fried food all the times is nothing to be proud of, and we shouldn't pretend like it is. All right, bravo. <clears throat> I couldn't achieve my goal of having finger licking good buckets of chicken every day of my life. Uh, from the That's AV good. Club. That's a good thing. Dude rips through seventy one Nirvana riffs in five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> that one stinks That's most news. of all. I don't like when they use uh, slang or like call a guy a dude in in the head in the headlines. This is news. Yeah. 
You know, there was a really big. <clears throat> you know, I mean, I know you remember. We used to send these really articles. Big to dude, no, six, seven years ago, there was a big wave of like the like literally you're everything. Like the way they would sell you the yeah, clickbait, it's like Buzzfeed, and, and they shit. still do it sometimes. But there was a big wave for like a one? year or two. Yeah. Want to hear one from Buzzfeed? Seventeen father daughter texts that are so hilarious. It's actually kind of unfair. <laughs> exactly. Shit like that. Doesn't that make you want to puke all over yourself? 18 puppy dog videos that will be your literal everything. Who started talking like this? And then like right next to that, Texas man posted, I'm sorry on Facebook before killing wife, stepdaughter, two dogs, and himself. (laughs) When you find out what happens next, (laughs) jeez, you will shit. I don't feel like those should be blocked in like to the same grouping of headlines. Uh, Here's a, a wimpy ass one. This is just annoying to me. Saturday Night Live has a Jim Carrey problem. Or maybe it's a Joe Biden problem, which was on full display on Saturday's Isa Ray hosted episode. Isa, bro. Uh, what, they're basi- Isa? Uh, what they're basically saying is it's not okay for Jim Carrey to portray Joe Biden in any sort of a negative way. You're only, we're, we should only be portraying one candidate in a negative show. way. Shut up. <laughs> Wait. Shut up! There it is. <laughs> Uh, and, and, like if you're getting mad, like SNL is so fucking buttercream, fucking just like. I mean, that's what I said about the bubble gum. What, what am getting, I looking for? Uh, <laughs> it's butter, soft. Buttercream is the macarons that I just made. Right, and it's yeah. I still think it applies. <clears throat> that's what I said about the Bill Burr thing, where it's like, who gets upset over something on NBC, especially yeah. liberals, over something on NBC where fucking ninety nine point ninety nine percent of all of the content is supportive of liberal stances. God forbid they fucking poke fun at the fact that one of the guys right. is a fucking doddering old douchebag himself. And they're kind of, it's SNL. They've kind of been known for the political cold open for decades where yes. they make fun of whoever the candidates are. Like for It's part of their gimmick almost. <clears throat> Fuck, morons. Just like, that's what they do. Stop getting mad at them for doing what they've always done and what they're supposed to do. Uh, Making fun of people. <clears throat> Here's one that speaks to like a term that just has no meaning anymore. Like you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Biba Doobie is a rock star. <laughs> I, I, what, I don't who, know. What, when, where is Here. Biba Doobie? Uh, am I still connected to the shit? You want to hear what Biba, you want to hear what rock stars are nowadays? Biba Doobie. This is, this is rock and roll. That's uh, what Adam Sandler used to say on SNL. Hey, Biba Doobie! This is this is rock and roll for you. Where's the volume at? What's going on? He's a rock star, bro. What was the headline again? Biba Doobie is a rock star. <laughs> Biba Doobie. This this what a rock star is? This is rock and roll. Where's your balls, dude? Where's your balls? Huh? Where's your fucking balls? Huh? Yeah, this is really fucking rock and no, roll, dude. dude. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that doesn't rock. <clears throat> Here's a good one. T.I. confirms long-standing rumor that his friend urinated on Drake. <laughs> I feel like I kind of want to look into this one. T.I. long-standing... I actually Rumor. have one. Before we go into tea, I Jesus, had another one I can't type. on the political shit. I, <clears throat> this was before the debate last week. Candidates will have their microphones muted for portions of the final debate, according to Commission on Presidential Debates. That's not as funny. It's just funny to me how, like, it's such a, according to the Commission of D- Presidential, that type of shit, where it's just like, you know, 
the translation headline is president of the United States of America refuses to like provide common courtesy to fellow man. Like, I, yeah. dude, they never needed to mute mics in the past <laughs> because you just show a little respect. That's all. That's what the, that's what the two minutes is. And right. they couldn't do it, so now like the presidential debate committee announces that type of shit. It's just like the fucking bullheaded dude who wouldn't shut up in the first one refused to like do it without. You have to like pull him off the Apollo with the hook. That's yeah. not that's not a normal thing either. It shouldn't it shouldn't be normalized. Like, well, they need a fucking mute button. They, they always should have a mute button. No, you just talk back and forth. I that's say, respectful. Like to his point that they do. Uh, very much challenge Trump at every opportunity, but they feed Joe Biden softballs constantly. Did you see the first debate, I though? Did. And it, how it was, rude. And it was terrible. It was a fucking rude railroading of another... It's like, come on. But, like, for example... I don't care what you think about the guy. It's like, he won't listen to anybody. Uh, That's bad. Trump asked him, like, five times in the last debate, who built the cages, Joe? Who built the cages, Joe? Right. And the moderator would not ask him who built the cages, Mr. Biden. Right. They're because Mr. There... Biden and Mr. Obama built the cages. And they always get their, like, 10 seconds to retort, which is always, like, a minute and When a half. they say 10 seconds, it's like, who can But they didn't give them 10 seconds to so talk loving. about the, you know, the production of cages. 10 seconds, Joe? Like, yes. who did build the cages? Uh, my lips are sealed on this one. It's just, like, I everything, there's so much shit that's being normalized this year, like, that is, it shouldn't be. Just shouldn't be normal. Like, <clears throat> like yeah, every pol- political debate should have a mute button. Like, that yeah. shouldn't be the case because you should provide a common courtesy to your opponent. Like, it's, when, that's like, the spirit of uh, the competition. Like, when they said how, like, Mike Pence interrupted Kamala Harris a bunch, where it's like, all he really would say is when she would say something that he didn't think was true, he would go, that's not true. Right. That's not really interrupting. It's just kind of yeah. throwing it out there, like, nah, that's not true. No, that didn't reflect anything similar to the first Trump not debate, at all. where it was just a, you know... Uh, I, I also think that Trump made a, a decent point of like, look, I think part of the reason he got nominated the first time is that people are sick of these nauseating politicians with their nauseating politician lines, like the one Joe Biden put out there two times during the, the debate of, I don't see red states or blue states. All I see is the United States. <laughs> Who buys that shit? Who hears that and is like, oh, oh, he's a good man. He sees the United <laughs> States. Who the fuck... Who wa- who wants to hear that? But it's like we were talking about last week with like just being mad about masks, and it's like yeah, just do it. It's easy. It's fine. But also, <clears throat> it shouldn't be to the point where like we're supposed to normalize it to the point where like they're just indefinite now, or yeah. like they are indefinite. I mean, definite now, like forever. <clears throat> like if even watched- when when the numbers go down, the masks will still be on. When the numbers are zero, the masks will still be on, and like maybe for a certain por- period, grace period, no, it will be good baby. measure. And yeah. But like that, that all these things about like just the new way it is. Like no, we we closed everything around you, and you you just can't go there anymore. You don't get to have a bank in your neighborhood. It's like well, just take it and tolerate it. Yeah. Some things don't need to be completely normalized and just looked at like well, it should always been that way. It's like no, there were other things. Like people were better. The system was working better. That was normal. We're not supposed to just normalize the fact that, well, this is the way it's going to be forever now, and they should do it forever in the future. That's how it should always been. Can't stand the term new normal. And I also just can't stand, like, the the 99% of people in the city who wear masks, like, on the sidewalk, walking in the open air. Yeah, I'm still not there yet. I was having a big issue with... It just bugs me. Where's your balls, dude? The fucking... They've, they've, and they're young people. They're backpedaling in Chicago. There's a curfew for restaurants and bars now. They can't be open past 10. But liquor stores were still... They've never been... 
changed since March or April or whatever. They, you can't buy any alcohol Sanchez liquor after stores. 9 p.m. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at any store that would sell liquor, right? You can go to a store that sells alcohol after 9 p.m. and buy anything in the store, not the alcohol. And then though. they let bars and restaurants be open kind of 11, 12, whatever. It was later, and now they're giving them a curfew. So here's the difference between a liquor store and a bar is that bars are like crowds gravitate there and they clink yeah. their glass and cheers and like, liquor stores are not there's no big crowd you get you go home let these people buy their six pack and go home like you're telling them they should go that's what home. you want and like at, at a it wasn't really bothering me at first like and then it stayed and we talked about this a couple months ago and it was, even then i was like well what a, and now they're changing everything like but that and i don't see any consistency in it especially when our mayor got on tv a few weeks ago in a fucking costume and cape Talking about how dressed a trick, like a bottle of Clorox bleach, dressed like a fucking junkyard samurai album cover, <laughs> like looked exactly like us. She had like a garbage bag, the mask her over the eyes, like raccoon, you mm-hmm. know. Whoa, come on! <laughs> but like that's still okay. They, they didn't backtrack on like kids being able to go to neighbor strangers' houses and ring doorbells or whatever. Like if anything is changing hands at all. Isn't that like more of a concern for the kids we're all trying to protect than yeah. like a grown man being you're taking their right to buy liquor away five hours earlier than it ever was, which was it was tough when it was two a.m. and you're you're trying to get booze at two thirty and you're like, damn it! Do you think uh, the hazmat nine p.m. We're adults. Do you think hazmat suits are going to be a popular Halloween costume this year? I don't know. That Astronauts, will- anything with a fucking. Like a cutoff air supply and gloves. We're not trying that hard this year. Like it's it's not going to be relevant. Like we we have our stream uh, this Saturday. We'll probably dress up, but there's no parties, no events, and we tried to make one relevant piece of art. We just released them. Nobody was really happy about it. Nope. So maybe we're just going to dress as something not pertinent to the year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went to a place the other day for a cup of coffee, and this just bugged me. Is they had a sign? That, we need to sample you saying that. This just <clears throat> bugs me. They, they just bugs a, me. They had a sign that said "No cash. You can't pay with cash," and then. One foot away from that sign Tip jar? was a, thi- a <laughs> jar of cash that said, we love cash tips from the homies. Ew. It's like all white people working in a fucking new age coffee shop, hipster coffee shop. The homies. The homies. Like, I, I don't understand why you can accept cash tips, but you can't accept cash payment for the coffee. And then maybe they'll say, uh, well, it's the national change shortage. So it's like, do what 90 plus percent of bars do and make the price of a cup of coffee come out to, with tax, an equal number. So I can just pay you $2 or whatever. Or five, whatever. Like, make yes. it easy on us that we don't need to change. <clears throat> that, that is something that maybe should have been normalized by now. It's like, we, we don't need all these pennies and it stuff. Should, yeah, it should be that way everywhere. Yeah, that should be the way. I agree that should be normalized. But I see no cash as like, oh, we're afraid to take your dirty cash. It's got germs on it. But please tip me in cash. It's... I just look for a little consistency, and that's what drives consistency me fucking bananas. Consistency is all I want. It's like, hey, kids, Halloween. We're giving you the same lady on television, by the way, telling kids, go out there, be safe the best you can. But like, yeah, go like have people hand you candy bars, ha- have people hand you something, even if they drop it in your bucket, and you don't, you're gonna touch that, and things are getting touched, and then it goes in their mouths. Think about it. Yeah. And, but they didn't adjust the liquor sales time all year, even when we were at like the record low confirmed cases daily, and now we're getting higher again. And and they're changing things. They're changing everything. But like. Not the stuff you would think that they would backpedal on first, like telling, hey, maybe maybe this year we're taking back uh, trick-or-treating. Actually, if we're shutting everything else down, we thought about it and the kids grabbing stuff and putting it in their mouths this year 
is probably not a great look. So we're backpedaling on that too, just like the curfew for the restaurants and the bars. Yeah. And then maybe just extend the liquor store to meet it. So everything's 10 o'clock. Right, I said we that. We get it to like, uh, how the, when I what does that extra it? hour really provide for the, the closed liquor store? But the, you know, like <clears throat> let's, let's get a happy hour in between 9 and 10. That's what bothered me when I first discovered the rule is the inconsistency that... I can't now. I can be in the Seven Eleven. There's multiple layers of inconsistency here. I can be in the Seven Eleven. It's nine fifteen. I can buy a bag of chips, a donut, anything in the store, just not that bottle of booze behind the cash. The register. thing that makes me feel the best when I go home with it. And on top of it, I can go across the street and buy a shot at a bar. So what are we doing here? Yeah. I, I just want a little consistency. And the thing is, even like regardless of the rules in place, I'm not really, I'm not going to bars. I'm not waiting. I'm not demanding. I'm not pissed that they stay open longer or, or shorter. I just want to be able to grab that six pack at any point where I say, "Well, I'm staying in tonight," and I decided I want yeah. to drink tonight. Or just extend it. And I didn't it. decide until it was nine forty-five. So now I'm gonna go pick that up, and then I'm going in, and I'm spending Saturday night at home, like the fucking state demands I do and wants me to. Make it easier. Let these adults do the adult shit and worry about the fucking kids a little more. As far as who's grabbing shit from strangers in crowds. Either extend the liquor sales till as late as the bars are open or make the bars close as early as the liquor sales are. I just want consistency. I, yeah, at the end of the day, this is just almost like we must sound like fucking curmudgeon But it's, <laughs> It doesn't make sense, though. It, no. that, like, that doesn't There's no make consistency sense. anywhere. That's, that's why I'm, I shit on Joe Biden and why I'm hard on Joe Biden. It's not hard because on. I'm. You pro- got a hard on for Joe mm-hmm. Biden. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm pro Trump. Uh, but it's the, that like Trump banned travel in seven predominantly Muslim countries and everybody shat their pants. Yet the Obama Biden administration dropped a record amount of bombs on those seven predominantly Muslim countries and nobody said a fucking thing. People act like he's the forbear of all that is morality when, look, the, the administration he was part of dropped 26,000 bombs in 2016 alone, going out with a bang, literally. You know, it's it's like I said, the two-party system just conditions the American people to trade one asshole for another asshole. And that's why I can't get behind this whole, like, get out and vote, get out and vote. You're If you didn't vote, you're not allowed to have a fucking opinion. Eat shit. Yes, I am. Yeah, well... I mean, I also get it because I'm. I don't. I don't like Trump as a leader of the free world. I right. don't think and he's a to fit. To me, what and that means is like a lot of people just want Biden so they can go back to fucking being oblivious or living with their thumb up their ass to the fucking atrocities that this country commits. That's because not the way I see it. The administration at all. he was part of committed war crimes. I they see were it as criminals. not the citizen and not the voters' real concern because again, the two-party system <clears throat> isn't great. It's a broken system, and they feed you too. And it is kind of, once it becomes right. that cut and dry, it is just voting against the person you like the least. And also, I like, I voted. a broken system. We're I voted early. We're not supposed to be voting against someone. We're supposed to be voting for someone. And I'm not a super political person. I don't aim to be. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to tell anybody how to vote. However, I did vote this year. And I took it as serious because I'm, I'm a free thinker, too. I can use my own fucking head to come up with my decisions. You can also not fill in people. There's there's people I don't like. I don't like Kim Fox. No, you don't have I'm to do the voting. whole ballot. You could just leave whoever you want you blank. You could just do the presidential. However, I did in. cast votes. And this is the only year. Like, it's like a, a, a from home test that I delivered in person, right? Where you can go. That was the best. You, you have to do this test. And you get to use your book because it's like, bring it in tomorrow. Yeah. That's basically what I did. And I actually spent like at least 90 minutes. As Googling. Far as, 
Yes, and I'm not talking about Joe Biden and fucking Donald Trump and any of that, but there's a whole separate ballot. He wrote in Kanye, folks. Dozens, dozens of judges and shit, like every district in the city. There's, and there's that's a, the shit that even you have like probably lied, but agreed that that's the shit that's important to vote for. No, I, do, I did I do my research that. on every single name to the point where I felt like a kid in school was like, oh my God, there's like 10 more of these. Yes. Like, but I did you that. flip it over. And <sighs> I at least wanted to make my decisions on like, I left some blank. And there was some that I just don't vote party line or at all either yeah. and i'm just but i i put my like rough like carfax info there's like like resources that have site sources of i'm looking up like each judge of like all right th this person this is their history here's a couple of notable things mm -hmm. got a lot of reversals seems like they i'm looking into that i never did that before and i was only going to vote this year if i was because i also have voted in primaries where i was just kind of like i'll just vote down the like bernie ticket and i don't really know anything but i'm gonna right. i didn't come here to just hit it once i'm gonna go boop 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 Beep, 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 yeah, beep, 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 beep. I've done that and it felt like well that's not really adding anything that's not adding any personal worth or like I don't trust my own hand here there's only one person I do want and now I'm like at a point where at, at some point I'm just voting like I, I, I did on enjoy, whose name I like more yeah the only person I had voted for uh, previously because I'm, I'm the party lines stink too but I uh, I did enjoy I was on the uh, the Bernie train for a little bit as far as like believing that's, him when he spoke that's, that's why the Democrats have lost my vote the if they wanted my vote like that. they shouldn't have fucked Bernie Sanders in the ass twice and forced right. a shitty candidate on me but who I also nobody asked for there is value in like taking at least that 90 minutes or whatever to like alright there's fucking 50 names of judges who I am unfamiliar with and if I'm gonna do this I may as well do it with like the the broad stroke Excuse me, <laughs> research. Uh, what do you just vote element, for broads? Like as as many uh, as much as well educated as I could have made myself in uh, able to vote for things locally. I do see that as something that might actually matter. And some of them were blatantly obvious. I read this Perhaps guy's the blurb, only thing that matters. and it was it's you're voting whether or not they should stay, they like, keep their seat, or they should be replaced. And yeah. real, you know, and you're looking. It's like it's pretty obvious sometimes that this person seems like a piece of shit based on what I'm reading about them for ten minutes here. I'm not the most well-read on them, but in their brief Wikipedia shit, I'm looking at, I don't like this person, and I see this person, and there's other things. That, yeah, I didn't put too much uh, credence into it, but I, I mean, I put some I'm not anti-vote. Like I said with Drew last week, I'm not like, uh, I think... You're not anti-vote, your uncle vote. I think you should. This is a term classic. <laughs> we should make a list of like terms, uh, regurgitations. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think people should vote. They should vote... Period. Even if you're writing in Mickey Mouse, I think that's the better way to waste your vote. It's less waste, less wasteful in the long run. Right. That if you're gonna waste your vote. That's not a wasted vote. That's showing people in in potentially much bigger numbers that people are willing to vote and not for the people that you've been pushing on us for these people. Right. And the, if more people did that, the system might might listen a little bit more. But nobody does it, and they can count on that. Yeah. So it's not a wasted vote to me to vote third party. It's just. People I wouldn't tell be you that. so nauseated by all the like the celebrity uh, get out there and vote, 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 vote. You got to vote. If they would like back third party candidates or research what they're talking about a little bit to tell the people that like, hey, if twenty odd percent of you vote for a third party candidate in the primaries, then they have to be allowed as part of the debates. Right. Uh, it, it's going to give promo to a, another party. You know. And and give the people a, maybe a, another option that they didn't realize they've had all these years. Yeah. Also, like when you see the majority of people of celebrities telling you to vote, they're telling you to vote Democrat. If yeah. you told LeBron James, "I'm a huge Trump supporter," I don't think he'd be as avid in telling me to get out there and vote. Right. And th there's a lot of people that, depending on where you're from, or like in Chicago, they they want you. The consensus, the the public opinion, is for 
certain people sometimes. And I like, I can make my decisions uh, with a little bit of information at least. And like, there's thing, like I said, there's state's attorney and I like took, I really, really hate Jesse Smollett and fucking that whole situation. Yeah, get Kim Fox out of here. Exactly. But like Chicago likes Kim Fox and they're, they're advertising for Kim Fox. And goofy if you, midget if you, head. I can't like, the Jesse Smollett thing ruined her as a, like, I fucking hate you now. Mm-hmm. Like at, sometimes it's like when you walk past Sage Francis's concert and it's, this is to make your ex-girlfriend <laughs> cry. It's like, you do See that ya. one thing and it bugs me. And now I like, whole never rest of the set could have been fire. I'll never find out. Cause he had to intro that one song like that. Right. And I went, do you want to go to yonder mountain? Let's so do it, it just sticks in my side. And then there's some stuff where like, I already have that preconceived notion. And then there's other stuff I'm like researching and be like, Oh, this is the guy that they say like, should be my, I don't really, I'm not touching this one. Like I don't, I don't know. I voted for the stuff that, like, I in my research, I was like, well, this, I can make a decision here. And then you have the freedom to not do it, too. And, like, Drew's, you know, he said he was looking into Joe Jorgensen. What's her name? Georgian, sure. Georgenstein. Um, yeah, that person is not going to win president of the United States. But no. if, if the undecided or the, uh, the non-voters you make a point. all looked into <clears throat> it a little bit and decided, fuck Biden, fuck Trump. But I looked at, like, the sixth, uh, like, this libertarian name on the ticket i actually agree it's not wasting your vote that's not wasting to tell the powers that be hey a large portion of the population although a large portion of not a large portion a small portion of the population always votes for the third party candidates and it doesn't do anything right other than when ross perot kind of like broke through because he was a billionaire and he also had the resources to get himself out there right this is also the idyllic uh like the thing that'll never happen this like idyllic view that everybody would use that right and they would outvote the two-party system by all the people that don't vote voting and like not voting for one of the big two or like if that's how they felt about it my unrealistic knows nobody gives a shit they can count on you to not vote yeah like my unrealistic ideal of like if if nobody voted it would tell them that we're fed up with this or whatever but that's that's literally impossible to convince 330 million people, even though a large chunk of those aren't even of the age to vote. You were doing social media not hiatus to, this month, vote. and I think I'm, I'm waiting for November. And like, look, I'm going to see it's the news. It's going to be a good idea. I'm going to see the news, but I feel like that's... I mean, No October, phone November might be going on for me. October is, is kind of the same. Of like, anytime I have gone on, which I did like this weekend uh, for the UFC stuff and just to promote our new song over the last week, it's, it's like in this time of the year and every four years in this time of the year... It's, you're just being beaten over the head with condescension. Condescension right. is like the new American pastime. People love condescending to whoever their opposition, you know, of ideals are, and it's just it's just nauseating. Yeah, I definitely uh, will never be that uh, gung ho about it. And even when I like, if there's something I support and I want like people to support it and I want to convince them, I have those things, things that I think are good traits or ways to look politics is not even one of those yeah. don't ever fucking take political advice from the palmer squares did seeing this and the i'm not a sticker on albums that you like on spotify convince you to get out there and do your part i didn't is that I, what it was? no i don't know what you're talking about they're like putting vote on certain rock albums uh-uh. just like a little vote st- i was i wanted to know like could i put don't vote on my album is that, that all a sticker bugs you me so from? much too is that like you can't log into me. instagram without the, fir- the like half the top screen is being like doesn't a paragraph on where to vote it's like i got it doesn't the algorithm realize that i've x out of this yeah 50 times and to just stop showing it to me they won't yeah but yeah like i went to listen to alice cooper last night mm-hmm. uh and and like his album has vote sticker on it, like the doors have it on there. <clears throat> it's interesting to me with Alice Cooper because he's one guy in particular who multiple times throughout his career in interviews has said how 
rock stars should stick stay away from politics and not tell their fans you know like how they should vote or what they should do politically yeah people change that rock stars are i think he kind of still feels this way it's only on select albums and it's like yeah that's that could be like totally out of his hands you know it could just be like the decision of someone who owns the rights to this particular album like the record label right it seems like something that alice cooper would not be going into his for artists page and adding the vote tab to those albums like i think he's a conservative too uh, well, maybe he wants you to vote conservative. He's said before, how, like he doesn't vote for the party; he votes for the person. Uh, yeah. But he's he's said multiple times how like rock stars have no business telling people what to do with politics. Rock stars are idiots. I know because I'm one of them. We don't know anything that you don't know. We don't right. read anything that you don't read. In fact, we usually like are less informed than you because we're busy being lazy rock stars. Yeah, I will tell you though, like do what you want, vote, don't vote, doesn't really matter. Um, like you, you have the right to do either, right? Like it's yeah. it's a personal choice. It never felt easier than this year with all the speculation about how to fucking do it and whatever. Like to not only like I didn't I don't I didn't want to do any sort of mail shit if I'm gonna trust it. I didn't want to drop it in a box or like a mailbox to be taken. So you have to go He's to trying the actual, to drop it in a female's box, the, the polling place, uh, and drop it there. It's like handy. They don't actually put it on a on a mail truck, right? Yeah. And then they get you got confirmation like within 24 hours. They emailed you like. It's, it's, you know, we got it. It's being counted. Yeah. You did it right. But to be able to just sit at home and spend two hours on the computer, just like, all right, well, I got these like, you know, info tabs to start with. And then like clicking those sources of like, all right, let me, let me read more about this one. And then there's some, I was just like, ugh, like none of this is, I don't care about this at all. This, this fucking two judge people. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, let me just actually do it. I have the time. I did I'm not it gonna, for my uh, grandpa. Talk shit around like, like this is fucking bullshit. I shouldn't have to go in. It's not going to count anyways. I did it. I fucking sat down and like did it uh, the the most uh, like the fullest I ever could. Rather than being just standing there and then seeing names and be like, oh, I don't know who these next three dozen judge names are. Like I don't like to, you know standing there and I get overwhelmed seeing like, dude, there's like it's like over fifty fucking names. That's there's too much. two ballots. One of them is politicians and then a whole second other ballot is like 50 judge retention district judges yeah um but i'm like let me do this shit i was more concerned about that one i was like i don't like i'm not gonna just leave these 50 some odd names blank but i mean i'm never gonna get arrested and either joe biden or donald trump is going to be holding the gavel you know deciding my fate it's gonna be one of these motherfuckers that's gonna actually well if everybody acknowledges that where it matters to pay attention more so is on the local level like that was my fucking dipping my toe in the water of like all right i'm gonna like brief educate but not like i'm gonna remember everybody's name but it's just like there may be four years from now or two years or whatever the fuck i'll see like oh yeah that was the person that i liked or oh that's the person who was shitty and they're going now and like i don't know I'll, i'll try to pay attention to that more uh, it's effortless as far as being uh, having the fucking two-party stuff shoved down your throat. Um, but yeah, get out there. Vote. Don't Be consistent. Vote. You got a week left. Um, here, let's do something less gay. Highly recommended. Play it again. <laughs> Play it again. Ah, there we go. Highly recommended. Woo-hoo. This week's Baba Doobie, the rock star. A Baba Doobie. This week's highly recommended album. 
comes from none other than the Bzzzcocks. Favorite band in eighth grade. Love Bites by the Buzzcocks. Good tunes, bro. Uh, I have a, I have a kind of a hard time selecting with the Buzzcocks my favorite my favorite work of theirs. But I'll, I'll I'd probably put this as my favorite album. It's got their most popular song. Ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have fallen in love with? Fallen? A lot this, of good this, ones. This is their best known song? I would say. Uh, let me confirm on their profile. I feel like there's something by then that other people you would recognize more. You make me feel like that, and that's worse. People are probably familiar with this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one. But it's not on Love Bites. Gotcha. So, gotcha. shut it! <clears throat> Favorite song on the album... Probably Noise and Noise. It's a great title. Is this another Terms Pretty Dad girls. trickle down? Pretty boys, did you ever hear your mommy say noise and noise? Pretty girls. Yeah, my dad showed me, uh, passed down to me in his record collection, Singles Going Steady, which is what Why Can't I Touch It is off of. Um, <clears throat> my family took a trip when I was a young boy to Orlando, Florida, where we stayed in, in a condo. Uh, that's where we went to a flea market, and my mom gave me and my brothers some money to spend for the weekend, and I spent all of my money at a booth where a guy had a green screen, and I got wallet-sized pictures of me with The Rock and me with Stone Cold, <laughs> like fake celebrity pictures. I can't lie. I'd probably spend my money at the same spot. And my mom's uh, like in the corner face-palming at like, what I'm wasting her money on. Wasting? My brothers both spent their money on show knives, like these really cool sharp knives with like really cool carved handles and shit. And then we went back to our condo, and Ian... Uh, my mom and my grandma went out like to get some groceries or whatever, and my dad is showering upstairs. This is uh, when my parents were divorced, and my dad like surprised us uh, by meeting us down in Florida and re-proposed to my mom, and we were like, yay! Not aware that he was going to leave her again a few <laughs> years later. Oh, no. Um, so my dad's showering upstairs, probably smoking a one-hitter out the window as well. Uh, and me and my brothers are watching TV in this like condo we rented and Ian is cutting the tag off of his shirt with this really sharp expensive not expensive really sharp show knife that he just gave it was like 20 bucks and uh, you just hear Ian go oh crap oh crap 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 and he runs into the kitchen and he's and now he's like full-fledged like screaming and crying he cut the shirt he cut the tag off his shirt and sliced his finger open down the knuckle Damn. Big old gash. And now he's like waving his finger around and Splashing. Sp splattering blood all over the walls of this kitchen uh, and screaming. So then my dad runs down from upstairs. He's got a towel wrapped around him like, what's going on? Who's raping my kids or something? Yeah. Who's chloroforming uh, <laughs> <Girl Scout laughs> my kids? <laughs> uh, 
So then he like throws on a pair of pants and we and he takes us all with him to like uh, there's like a swimming pool down the road and they got like a first aid like lifeguard guy. And while we're with the lifeguard who's who's stitch or like not stitching but like bandaging up Ian's finger, uh, they we realize mom and grandma are gonna come back to an empty condo with blood all over the walls. <laughs> <laughs> so of course the fucking youngest, the eight year old, me is like sent to go back by myself and wait in the condo for my grandma and my mom. And they yeah. get home to me scrubbing blood off the walls and I have to explain to them what happened. Anyway, on that trip, I bought uh, Operator's Manual, song on this album, but also the name of the Buzzcocks' greatest hits album. And just fell in love with the Buzzcocks. Spent the whole weekend listening to the Buzzcocks, skating around the little condo... Uh, what is it? Condominium uh, village. <laughs> Complex. Like a, he's whipping like the circle. I'm a whipping circle the yams <laughs> with his arm. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, skateboarding around the complex, doing pop shove its over tiny little grass gaps, thinking I was the shit. Listening to this. Good yeah. album. Uh, another one of my favorite songs by them. Last song in the album, Lipstick. It's about dog wieners. What's the lipstick on my lipstick on my face when it gets up? Oh, when you kiss me. Buzzcocks are definitely one of those, like, uh, kind of like the Stranglers or like XTC. They were around in the punk era, Talking Heads. Uh, they weren't really, when you listen to them, what you would think of as punk, like safety pins through their nose and fucking. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, but they were, they were, they didn't fit in with any other scene, so they were lumped in with the punk scene. Uh, but like the Stranglers and like XTC and like the Talking Heads, they made much better music than like your fucking standard three-bar anger punk. If he's not telling you to watch Nevermind the Buzzcocks, he's telling you to stream the Buzzcocks. <laughs> also, highly recommended film this week. Um, Ace in the Hole with Kirk Douglas. I watched it. I watched like the beginning with my my grandfather the other day, and then uh, last night while I made some macarons, I, I put the whole thing on by myself. Dope movie. Good movie. Uh, Nineteen fifty one. Kirk Douglas as a cynical, disgraced reporter who stops at nothing to try and regain his job at a major newspaper. Um, <clears throat> Goes to like Albuquerque where there's a dude in like a fucking uh, a mine or like a cave that is like the Indians think is haunted by the spirits of dead Indians, so the Indians won't go in there. Uh, and he and this guy gets like trapped under some rocks, <clears throat> and he breaks the story, and then he kind of exploits this guy who's trapped under rocks to like get his his newspaper job back. And in the process, like, loses sense of all his morality and fucking slaps the shit out of a girl like they did in every 1950s movie. <laughs> Straight hand, backhand, front hand, backhand. She's, she's all like, she doesn't like her husband, uh, so she's kind of, like, glad that he's trapped under rocks. Not that, like, she wants him dead, but this could give her an opportunity to take off like she's tried in the past and he stopped her. Uh, and then now she's also, like, she finds Kirk Douglas pretty sexy, so she's like, hey, let my husband stay trapped under those rocks, and I'll fucking suck you off back here. Uh, but it's, it's, 
it's important to his selling of the story that she plays the sad wife who wants her husband safe. So she's like, she's all coming on to him and she's happy and he's like, get that smile off your face. I need you to be sad for the reporters. And she's like, she's like, why don't you get it off my face? And he just cracks her one. She's like, that's not what I meant, dude. Literally ask for it. Though. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Good movie. Good Dylan, tunes. Dylan hit me with a highly recommended uh, text message the other night about a uh, highly recommend this text message. A horror movie called Haunt, and he goes, "No, he said like I can't recommend this if you haven't seen it yet." Mm-hmm. And he's just you know knowing our Haunt. We share a shitty you know goofy horror movie. Uh, Say it like shit. Bob Kelly Haunt. Um, <sighs> but Haunt. Like, and then he basically said it because he he always talks about Shutter. And he's like, you got to get Shutter. It's just like, you got all, streaming, all the, all the yeah. streaming service for horror. Just horror movies, and just, right he's always like back catalog, seventies, eighties classics, and then like they got the original programming. Last time he was out here, he was talking it up, and then he was texting me. You got to do deal like this. <laughs> you got to get Shutter. Right, even in text message, <laughs> just like it's legit, pretty creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, fifty-seven dollars later, I have a year membership to Shutter now, nice. so I, I watched two uh, of their horror movies last night. They were both like. Uh, you know, decent, decent enough. Like they were, uh, they were less dog shit than some of the stuff I've been watching recently. So I'm like, I got like hundreds of movies at my disposal for it's the last week of Halloween, <laughs> or, uh, October here, so I got to kind of get them in. But I've I've been very unenthused for the whole spooky season, watch scary movie shit because I just do it all year round, anyways. And it's kind of like I'm, it's kind of worn thin for this season where it's like, ah, how many times am I gonna watch like the original Halloween? Like, Have you? I love it. I've seen it a bazillion times. Have so. you seen the Tall Grass movie on Netflix? You know, I think I've watched some of it or watched it once, but was kind of like one of those probably sending emails, not really yeah. watching watchings. But yeah, I think so. The girl gets lost in the corn maze. Or girl and a guy. People get lost and then you hear the voices in the Lured distance. Lured in by a young boy's voice. Yep. Yeah, I saw some of that. Uh, yeah, my roommate and his girlfriend were watching it while I was making myself dinner. So then I'm like periodically peeking out of the kitchen yeah. like... It's a Stephen King story, yeah. so it's not the worst. Chop your dick off, throw it in the tall grass. <laughs> Never, Never to be, be seen, seen again. again. <laughs> it's got Patrick Wilson, who I like, from uh, Little Children and uh, yeah. Watchmen and all that. Insidious. Insidious guy. Uh, the Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's uh, Didn't finish it. Bone Tomahawk, a haunted Indian cave. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. in Bone Tomahawk. Haunted Indian cave. Yeah, see, I'm putting things together here. On Guy the gets fucking split in two down the middle. That's so funny, dude, because after Dylan texted me about Haunt, he said, I'm bu- I just started a movie called Terrifier 2 that seems promising. And I said, I've seen Terrifier, and there's a pretty memorable scene where uh, there's a... And I didn't want to spoil it in case you hadn't seen it, and I'm just like, involving an upside-down lady. Spoiler alert, they hang this lady, this cute blonde upside-down, naked, and like saw her in half, starting with her vagina, threw nice. her head at the bottom like a mm. pig hanging upside-down. It's mm, fucked mm, up. Mm. Sounds similar to what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I like the... Uh, a lot of movies do like the guy split in half. UHF does the best one to me. Uh, Conan, <laughs> Conan the Librarian. <laughs> Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? And he fucking Damn, splits the guy. Damn, I haven't seen that in a really long But a lot of movies did like the fucking down the top half. Yeah, they flipped it. Down the bottom half is is fucking mm-hmm. starting from the crotch. Mm-hmm. That's gruesome. It gives you kind of like a like a you know in a gummy packet how they tear a piece of it for you to rip like the they like <laughs> yeah. you know with the ass and the vagine. Right. You got a little tear the there. The legs to start are with split. the chainsaw down to the head. Mm-hmm. It's easier to get you know upside down. It's a little known fact. Hang a person upside down if you're going to split them in half from uh, toe to head. Actually, <clears throat> have you gotten anywhere on Fargo? 
I, right before you came over, I was actually watching episode four. I've been watching so four. slow, man. Yeah. What am I, two behind now? One behind? Uh, last night was six. Okay, well then, yeah. I've been, honestly, it's not like least gripping favorite me. Epi- or least favorite season of Fargo yeah. so far. It's, it doesn't really hold up with the, uh, the like the, the the hooks the anchors of the previous three seasons where like there were similar things you kind of were talking about like they kind of completely have abandoned the main character being a cop there is the, the OCD fi- guy but he's not a very main character he's the, so the more so I think uh, character who's supposed to be that role is Timothy Oliphant I'm watching it it's who's, okay who's I'm like sticking the Mormon, with it uh, Marshall yeah slowly I'm sticking with it it's like I catch up like two three weeks oh yeah there's like Fargo I could I could watch I'm not watching anything now I think so. you just watched the one with the worst beginning where they burn the guy's face yeah dude that stunk they light a fire on the on the road and the car like slams to his yeah why would like you, you not can't drive, drive through, through fire, fire? <laughs> I just I just watched this one and it was <clears throat> and then I had all these same thoughts and, and they then, kill the kid who's driving who did nothing you're skipping another great part they set a ring of fire around the vehicle I drove into to a ring of fire. And then the dudes who said it, they like could have just all, drove right through that ring of fire. Could have driven right through it. It's fire. It's not a brick wall. You exactly. Know? And it's like, so they stop. They're like, oh, and then they like, t- they cut them off at the, the back of the car. They put fire around. Now it's a circle. And then now there's you just can like, back up too. Then there's three guys that are in the circle all of a sudden. They just, they clearly on foot walked into the circle. What, what is that? They, they weren't there originally. And yeah. then they got through the big wall of flame on foot. Very fine. Dumb. Very dumb. When the car couldn't drive through it. And then they kill the kid who's driving who did nothing but yeah. drive the car. Send a message. And then they leave surviving and burn the face of the guy I who didn't tried like to either. kill Kid Rock's son. Or <laughs> kid, Chris Rock. <laughs> he's Chris point, Rock's he's, son. Uh, we're just ruining the beginning. This is a stupid Fuck part it. of the, the show anyways. Uh, he's holding the shotgun at him and then he like without turning his head throws it behind the him. The depth th- perception of that shot was right. very bothersome like, to so me. So this guy would be like, his, the back of his neck would be on fire if he's close enough to like not even look and hold his shotgun out to get right. like the, the front of it. All hot. I saw the WWF live one time, and when Kane came out, and he would (laughs) bring his arms down, and fire would shoot from the turnbuckles. I'm like 300 feet from the turnbuckles, and you could feel yeah, it's hot on your face. Smackdown, bro. I went too. This guy would be sweating bullets. Uh, Anyway, so that was stupid. And then speaking of bullets, they kill the guy for no reason. They burn the one guy, and then they take the car, and then they they killed the wrong guy. And then they just drive it through the fire. They like they just the last scene is them driving like they should have done. Yes, the, the guys who got killed and burned. There's a lot of that in this season. That of was like, a uh, very dumbass scene. <laughs> they'll take characters who are like the ultimate badass, and then one of these fucking, uh, you know, the characters who you're supposed to like or support yep. challenges them, and, and now they're suddenly like Frady Cats. There's a couple, like, what happened to his badass? There's a couple things I like, but overall I'm like very not into it. Yeah, I'm watching it because I just uh, watch shit. That's what the I do. fat Italian brother... Kitano. Um, He's cool. The redheaded nurse. She's yeah. I'm, I she grew on me. Sexy. I didn't like her at first, but I kind of like her character now. I like her. They're like and Timothy Oliphant are like the three characters who are kind of keeping me. And I like the OCD uh, cop guy from yeah. uh, from Boardwalk Empire with no yeah. face. Uh, that's I. So uh, just it's, not highly recommended, but just like maybe maybe check it out. Recommended. Yeah, if you got the time, yeah, if you've seen the first three seasons and you're sticking with it, I, I like, the, like Jason the first Schwartzman. couple seasons of Jason um, Schwartzman's good to me. Maybe they have been kind of going in order for the first seasons, of, like because the first two seasons I remember like really enjoying of Fargo the show. I like the last and then one I like with this, Ethan or uh, a Mary Elizabeth Winstead, another cutie. Uh, of season three with us, uh, Scoot McGregor. McNary. Yeah, and yeah, Scoop McNary was only in it for like an episode. And uh, that Thelwis guy, the the British guy, who's really fucking weird and creepy. Oh yeah, that yeah, guy's was great. great. I forgot. Yeah, he's like the best part of it. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So there, the, I guess that was a pretty fun season. And uh, I don't know. 
There's, there's something, maybe since Death Proof, man, that Mary Elizabeth Winstead, she gets me going. She was the main character in that. She was in um, the cheerleader in Death Proof. She was in uh, Final Destination Three with the roller coasters. Oh, she's the one. Uh, she's like the main character next to Ewan McGregor yes. in season three. Yeah, she's so fine. Yeah, I also like the cop in that one, who's uh, <clears throat> Ben Affleck's sister in Gone Girl. That chick. Uh, I haven't seen that in a minute. You'd recognize her. Um, another again, something sexy about her, where she's not like she's usually not the most noticeable girl. In the cast, but to me, I'm like, she's the attainable one. And there's um, something kind of crazy sexy about her. Uh, I'm just uh, ending this part. We're going to do fan <laughs> questions. Uh, but no, off the heels you of Highly Recommended. You 10 more minutes on Fargo? Jason just sent in a album cover and it said Highly Recommended. I feel like this is for you. This is by uh, Nathaniel Merriweather presents Lovage. Jason Bishop? Y- no, a different Jason. Um, but it says guests uh, Mike Patton and Jennifer Charles. Oh, wonderful. And you talked about Mike Patton being one of your favorite vocalists uh, last week, right? He is something special. <laughs> so I think I Nathan Merriweather is like... A moniker for somebody. Or Nathaniel. See, uh, <clears throat> Faith No More put out their first album in 15 years a couple years ago, and I got to see them with my dad and my bros. Uh, it was a privilege to watch Mike um, in the flesh. Yeah, Dan the Automator's uh, alter ego. He did like an album with Dell, I think. He's producer guy. Might be a really? little like outside of the, the Faith No More box. Yeah. Sound wise with but doesn't Mike Patton do a lot of like wild collaborative type yeah, shit? I think with his- Mr. Bungle uh, is his group who's is very out there. Faith No More uh, put out their first two albums with a different frontman, Black Dude. And they were very like uh Red Hot Chili Peppers, Fishbone, kinda like that late eighties a metal band with a guy who's kind of like rapping to the hard rock music, you know? Yeah. Their first, uh, their first singer, uh, kind of like rapped a little more, <clears throat> but Mike Patton, I think on the first few albums that he was on, like tried to keep up with that somewhat. Uh, I love the song and song, uh, with their original singer. It's one of my favorite Faith No More songs. <clears throat> but yeah, he's, he's, Mike Patton dabbles in like fucking every possible genre. That's kind of what I was saying last week with like, He's he's kind of like the Kendrick Lamar of metal music, where on one track he'll be four different personalities. Yeah, and I love that. Well, thank you for the wreck, Jason. And uh, now we're going to get into a handful of voicemails, which, at a glance, I'm pretty sure are all more people throwing their two cents in the comeback suggestion box. Oh gosh! <laughs> so let's get these out Look, of the way. Look, you while guys, it's we'll never use Auto Tune again. I'm sorry. No, Please we forgive me. We definitely will. Please. Believe me. This is like like remember term last week. He was just like I'm just like a kind of contrarian by nature. The more you tell him you don't want him to sing auto tune, it's just gonna be his sound now. You mm-hmm. guys, he's just gonna do it to troll <laughs> you guys. So this is on you now. Next album, all uh, auto tune, no beats. Yeah, if you didn't hear last week's episode, this is maybe like that we've used auto tune like a half a dozen other times on various albums, pretty noticeably, and every including time, the favorite of this most recent album, Bad Animals. Yeah, every time there's like a couple people. Who mention it, but it's never like the number like one the criticism of the song. Yeah, I think you just don't like the song, you guys. Which is fine. But it, it's, it's, it's interesting to me because I said Mike Rowe Anya. One of uh, Mike Rowe Anya. It's a dirty job. Somebody's got to do it. <clears throat> I uh, One of the biggest pieces of feedback we've been taking our entire career is that these guys are good, but they don't really have songs about anything. They just like rap bars and like, that's cool. It's always but a but. They're always meaningless. Like their songs don't have any like meaning, you know? 
And like we we made a song Finally. that meant something like to us personally, and we felt like to the listening audience, no matter what type thematic. of music, like vibe, pop, style, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they like, this this was a song that was meaningful. And boy, people, you know, they don't care. <laughs> they don't <laughs> like it. They're like, go back to being meaningless, <clears throat> uh, please. So, anyways, here's uh, somebody over here. Hey, Palmer Squares, it's Jacob from Montreal again. You might remember me as the guy that called in maybe 10 episodes ago and asked you guys about the art of freestyling and sort of talked a bit of shit. Freestyling. Um, oh, is this the guy who said I, I can't hang? You guys challenged me to a freestyle, which I'll be delivering soon. I'll, I'll, uh, How do I know it's a freestyle? Yeah, he's working on his it. freestyle for the last four weeks. Okay. If you if you <laughs> wanted to freestyle for us, you do it on this call. Do it right now. right, Jacob, right now. If you don't do it right now, then you ain't about it. Spotify page by the end of this. He's not doing Pussy. it. He's not freestyling voicemail Ooh, but bitch, that's yeah. not really what i called this about. doesn't even rhyme i called because <laughs> i've been listening to the recent episodes including stump the squares <clears> and several others and you've been talking about this song that i just listened to for the first time with wes restless we have really hyped and it up didn't we we really <laughs> let you down he was like i was expecting a halloween thematic monster mash cover yeah i was sorry. expecting fucking real bars sorry i don't really know how else to say this i'm a huge fan of you guys and like you're he's prefacing like, it this can't be good and, Disclaimer, you know where this is going. Artistically and culturally and shit. But I'm disappointed, man. I'm really fucking. What are you, my fucking dad? Oh man, maybe we should. Don't I hate this heavy? Send us to our room and we'll we'll have dinner with no dessert tonight. I was listening to like an old Opie and Anthony with Patrice O'Neill because I'm starved for old Patrice O'Neill content. And there was uh, he's talking about how like you know last time I invited y'all to my show and nobody came to the show and Opie used the word bitter. He's like, wow, Patrice is real bitter. And immediately Patrice is like, don't use that heavy white word on me, bitter. (laughs) Don't use that disappointed shit just yeah, tell been, me you don't like the song i've been seeing this a handful of times people are i let you down yeah disappointed we should do better like i should be fucking like my head down like kicking the ground you're right like a certain somebody I'll let you dictate my creative <laughs> fucking license and that's gonna be it that's like a certain somebody with a goofy name that, you know get, get a serious exposure and i realized that when you hear that like auto-tune-y sort of feel good shit it sort of sounds like what you've seen on the spotify top whatever but I wish. Yeah. I wish you could hear that on the Spotify top whatever. Right. No one's listening to this shit, you assholes. And we've talked before <laughs> about how, like, uh, when we were on tour with Wax, this is something I took away from that tour and, like, gained even more admiration for Wax, who I already admire, Boatloads, is, like, a lot of days on that tour, he would be sitting there with his headphones on, uh, like, pretending he can't hear me. <laughs> yeah. He would just, no, nothing plugged in. He's just not yeah. listening and to you. I would say something to him. And it's he a trick I taught him. Point at the headphones like, <laughs> and mouth like, sorry, man, I, I can't. <clears throat> it was a fun joke uh, that we had on the tour. We're friends. But a lot of times he'd be listening to his music, and what he would be listening to is like top 40 music. And at the time, I was like, why? Yeah, why would you do that? We got that classic Post Malone debate last time he was on the show. Why would you make the same kind of music for 15 years and kind of plateau and, and just not keep making the same kind of music that had you at that plateau instead of listening to what's being successful, what's working for other people and trying to maybe take bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Taking the bits and pieces of it that you don't feel like are jeopardizing your integrity This is to, also to, to use that. I feel like such the, uh, the, the harsh feedback we have been getting in some areas, it is kind of a testament to like why we're the shit. And why our fans are the shit. Like they, right. this cult fan base is ride or die, and we've been leading them. We've been fo- they've been following us, and we took a left turn. And they, they, 
They're, they're going straight on this the, one. They're like, whoa, we didn't know you were fucking turning there. The only thing I meant to clarify last you've been, week. You've been knocking it out of the park for fucking 10 plus years. What is this now? Is I got no problem with you not liking the song and being a fan and saying you didn't like the song. My only gripe is with anyone who's either A, trying to advise me how to go about songwriting in the future. You can suck our dicks off. Or two, telling me I sold out when I'm a f- when I'm fucking broke. You can suck our balls off. When I didn't make anything for using autotune. You know right. what I'm saying? And in fact, all we're doing is like... we And, I, and okay. I've used autotune before. We've done this for like a, maybe a year and a half now. Anytime we release anything, this is a new thing. We put some money into just some social media ads. Yeah. And we made some fun ones for this song. And people like... Some people were like, they saw the ad and they liked the ad. And they were like, ha thank goodness it's a joke. And they're like... <gasps> The song isn't a joke. You guys, disappointed. The song's even gayer than the ad? <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, uh, no, like like we said, this is, uh, we like this song. We're investing in this song. Right, because, and you don't, you don't have to. And like Term said last week, this is for the people that don't love all of our fucking goofy wordplay battle right. bar humor. You've, you've uh, Jacob? Jacob. You've had your fill, all right? You're Gibbs, cut out. Gibbs, you got to go through me. Gibbs, McRib sandwich coming back next week. Give somebody else a fucking moment to maybe like the shit that we just put out. Somebody who didn't like the, all the other shit that we used to put out. In his know? defense, there's a... And that we're going to put out going This forward. is a much longer message, so let's let him finish. For sure, for sure. It's just That's a disappointed line. That's squares as far as we're concerned, the fans, bro. Like... You guys also there's there's more people praising it than are critiquing it as a bad song. Right. You know, so we take that into account. We tend to harp on the And also, where are you going to get a fairer spread than this? Wait, like we fucking let you talk shit about us on our show. We this, pause it a lot. This show and talk is shit back. Is for Yeah, what is this fucking unfair ball game? But like that's that we're doing that. We don't have to acknowledge any of this shit if we were really butthurt about it. But right. yeah, we, can we, sweep we this know this under the rug. Hey, here's the thing. Like you're wrong. It's a good song. You're wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's let them finish. Fake that funk. That's not you. You know what I mean. And if you want to change the sound, See, or the you're style, not bordering more on accessible. I think it's annoying. a top ten song we've ever made. We're bordering on annoying when you're telling me it's not me. Somebody said you I can, told you you're, you're faking the funk. Or someone's <laughs> like there was just no heart in your verse. It's like. Okay, well, I wrote it, and it came from the heart, so... You'd be surprised how much shit of terms and mine even doesn't come from the heart. The shit some that of you these, like. Some of these cypher verses, no heart in them. Just, like, just mind. Just, right. That's it. This actually had the... Uh, that's People don't want the heart. They just want the mind. Uh, it's it, My verse is primarily about me and my girlfriend, and it, and it meant something to me. Cuck. I had never, like, written anything about our relationship. We've had the discussion before about how, like, you get, at some point, your girl will be like, well, you never write about me. Sure. Where it's like I don't I don't like set out to write about anything when I write. Uh, have you heard Paralyzed? Uh, have you heard On Off, uh, Zane featuring us? Uh, but like I said to Dylan last, <laughs> uh, you know, when he was on. Uh, how Lonesome Roads is about Allison Flood, this girl who I like yeah. and never even kissed or anything like that. And it's like, yeah, that's I, in part, like I wrote a song about her because I couldn't have her, you know, and I was like depressed about like what could have been or whatever it's like babe i have you and it's great i don't (laughs) i don't really write things when i'm happy you know when i feel great about life and i'm not that inspired to write anymore most of my write writing comes out of like the dark places of my mind yeah but also so did this in a a way like this it was a dark fucking place but Uh, but it's, it's also heavily about like how she brings me out of those dark places and like country and jazz and making love with a passion. Like me and her listen to country and jazz the whole time we're together and we make love with a passion. 
it's it's about us and I, and it, that we take drugs and abuse them <laughs> <laughs> sometimes and it's and it's just annoying when someone's like that didn't come from your heart when it did well that's also like that's because they're them and we're us right. and we know where it comes from and we have the diversity in our skill set to make this <clears throat> song and then we can make that song <clears throat> which I said when we put this song out of like we don't Every time we go into the booth, we're not trying to remake bars or rape rooms. I gotta or be honest. And anytime we're doing we, it again. Anytime we get back into the booth going forward, we're not going to try and remake comeback. We're getting all defensive and repeating ourselves. Let's let him finish. For sure, for sure. <laughs> get out of that like auto tune Oh fuck <laughs> you, Jake. <laughs> and make it more sort of head naughty. Like if you're gonna bring the nineties back, then bring them back. Go to on that boom bap shit. We're make bringing everything back, including look, the future. We brought the nineties back with bringing the nineties back. We didn't say we were gonna do it with every single song. No, listen to the other songs. They're not nineties. Bottom line, it's not nineties. Make it a little bit more danceable. It's a little bit more groovy. You know what I'm saying? This is not like, a groovy year. It's a song about... I'm getting so upset now. <laughs> <laughs> we can't let him say Everything changed this whole fucking year, and we made a song about the year, and I guess we changed our style to accommodate the fact that everything changed, and you just gotta fucking take it. Also, I think it is a groovy song that you could totally nod your head to. It grooves! To. It grooves! It's, okay, it's let's, pretty feel-good. Let's let him finish. Legion of fans that, like, fucking loves every fucking thing you put out, like, myself included. I'm probably one of the biggest fans Not everything. Got, and, like... Not the I, biggest. I hate this shit, man. <laughs> I love you guys, and I don't mean to sound. I kind of like that you he hates it gonna, so much. It I know is. exactly mm-hmm. what you're going to do. You're going to end this voicemail, and then on the podcast, you're going to be like, well, who the fuck are you? We can make whatever we want. We can't please everybody. We didn't even end the voicemail you. before we told you that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get halfway. You're way off, bro. <laughs> way out of line. And please, everybody, uh, fuck this guy. Like, I know you're going to take that attitude This guy does it. know us. He's a fan. And the truth is, you can put out a fucking TV full of farts. And my love for you guys is making listen to the whole fucking Shut thing. Up! But I mean, I, I, I'm not impressed, bro. Like, I I love you guys, but I don't like this. I like, have to sit here and listen. I, to this, I would call right? it selling out, but you're not doing that because ain't nobody buying the damn shit. But you're trying to like. Whoa, you're, that you're was pouring yourself out. Whoa, the damn shit. That language. was meant to be way more insulting than me saying how I'm not a sellout because I didn't do it for money. Well, I didn't actually hear what he said. What he said say? I would call it selling out, but technically you didn't sell out because nobody's buying the damn shit. Look, I think most of the the. I think more than negative, the feedback has been positive. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I also had another point that I kind of lost here. Oh, but you're not doing that because ain't nobody buying the damn shit. But you're wow. trying to, like, you're, you're whoring yourself out to what's popular on the Spotify top whatever. Not really. And also, and- this is what I was going to say. I feel like this, uh, uh, like, my verse would not be negatively received if I spit it on a different beat and didn't have auto tune. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like that whole money thing piling we, up, but the money not enough. Yeah, it's that whole All Benny the Butcher philosophy from know. earlier. Call you know? me in the morning with some coffee in the mug. Call me in the evening with the bottle bottoms up. You're like the reverse Fifty Cent, <clears throat> where he's too hard to really listen to the bars, and you're too soft the auto tune. All I ever wanted, I guess I already got. Hey, Meaning hey, I don't need hey, nothing. Go, say it louder. Say it like it means something. <laughs> yeah, it would I feel be like fun. you wouldn't you wouldn't hate this verse and call it garbage if I spit it on like a drow beat without auto tune, and we've been on drow beats with auto tune and people didn't care i don't know first of all i expected wax to be the surprise guest you guys were talking about i don't really uh know this other dude but anyway guys i i love you guys so much i'm so inspired by what you guys do and anytime i rap in my life i try and 
you know, take a page out of your guys' book, so to speak. But well, we just gave you a new chapter. Man, like, <laughs> get off of this new wave shit you guys are on on that shit. Like, stop doing that, man. You're disappointing the the people who have been with you guys for like a decade, you know? And yeah, it makes me upset. <laughs> but I love you guys. Oh, I got cut up. Oh, Luckily, he called in for another fucking long message. No way! Take up from Montreal again, part two. My last sappy, whiny, bitchy <laughs> one got up, cut off for shut time. Up, so. Shut up. I guess I had quite a bit to say, and then I realized uh, at the end of the day, guys, you have these legions at the end of, of the adoring day? fans, and we just—I want to see you make. At it. the end like, of the day, I want you it's time to go to, to bed. Probably even more than it sounds like you do sometimes when you're beating yourself up on these episodes. So, I've, you know, full support or whatever. You're it's beating us up on the episode. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is all you throwing punches. <laughs> when you're beating yourself up on these episodes. So, I've, you know, full support or whatever. I didn't mean to, like, come at anybody too hard. Full support. Gonna, this is like Trump at the debate where he's like, I'll take full responsibility. It's not my it's fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Great line. Full support, but I hate this <laughs> shit. That's like one of those headlines. <laughs> Love and adore you guys forever. I just wanted to voice my, my opinion on this new shit and what I think you guys ought to do moving forward. But TPS forever. I hope to see you guys in Montreal, Quebec, Canada sometime soon. And uh, anybody listening, I didn't plug myself last time, so go up on that spot. No, you're not getting a plug. Go fuck yourself. Call in with the freestyle and we'll plug you. Jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, Jacob. Thank you for calling in. We love you, jerk of. Uh, we'll plug you when you, if the freestyle passes the fucking grade, if it cuts the mustard. Yeah, no, everyone, everyone's got the right to not like or like a song. Yeah. Made. And we're obviously playing fucking butthurt because like that's the that's the opposition to what you're throwing at us. But uh, this song is uh, a good song to us and to to most of the listeners. Um, and yeah, we we this isn't the first time fans haven't liked our music. It's just such a weird like specifically the filter that was used and like we said last week with Drew I, w- I wish I still, maybe I do still have the version before you asked him to put more autotune <clears throat> on it. And you're like, put a little more effect on this one, you know? Before that, it was clean and it sounded almost the same. You know what I mean? Because right. you're singing, you're singing. And that's another critique we get all the time is terms should sing more. And that you, you sang the whole fucking verse. And that's something, so that's a card that I've taken out of top 40, if you want to use that term, music that I see plays to other people's success, and it's something we don't do. And look, the name of the game is success. We're not trying to fucking live in our mom's basement forever. But also, when we were making this song... I wrote this, this song, song in my mom's basement. When we were making this song, when we're making most songs, they our head isn't on the like on the money reward yet, really. like We, we think this is going to be well-received, like that people are going to like this song. This is different. We're trying something new. We're, we're honoring some of the requests of past fans that say, we don't make songs about anything, and Terms should sing more. We give them something in that lane, and then like there's this big fucking, like, you know, the cold followers stop. Yeah. They, they don't follow us off this bridge. This is just like, well, hold on. They're looking over the edge of the bridge like, oh, that looks like, where are they going? The I, element I don't that like I, that. I was taking, though, is how a lot of songs will just... Uh, the, the hook will have a certain cadence, and then the entire verse will mimic that cadence. So when Wes sent us the hook of, uh, open up, raise up every morning with a shrug, praying up above that we don't catch the bug, I intentionally wanted to write a verse that was, money piling up, but the money not enough. Right. All I ever wanted was somebody I could love. We're just saying the same points again, but it's like, <laughs> that's what working collaboratively is. We're taking the me, ideas they bring to our table also and be like, I like this idea. We're going to actually use more of that, but that and goes, then here's my idea, and we're gonna make that sound a little different. And that goes off of like what I learned from Wax on that tour is like you can listen to Top Forty and take elements of it that that 
you know, copying that element of it wouldn't be jeopardizing my integrity. I don't hate that element of the top 40 song, you yeah. know, that we're talking about. It's funny, too, because when we toured with Wax, we had a I very early demo of, of Paralyzed. And I remember his feedback was basically kind of like this guy's of like, that's not your funk sound. Yeah. And Paralyzed it, you know, I think got better feedback, than, <laughs> less negative feedback than this is getting. But also, like, as much as Wax does love the top 40 and, like, kind of fits those molds and can sing himself and would understand, I think he would like a song like this. Maybe not, though. We, I was excited to show him that on the a van ride. Like, you want to hear something new we're working on? This is some different sound. And he's like, nah, you guys are like, you know, more, I like your bar spit and shit. Personally, but that's cool. like, I find this song to be much better than Paralyzed. That's my own really? personal opinion. Yeah, I think they're both in my and favorites like, list right i came up with paralyzed and it's partially because we are like there's a lot of people to be like you know this is this is growth it's cool to see their growth and then someone will comment to that and be like no it's not it's trash and it's like no the growth is that we we're stepping outside of our comfort zone yeah. and you might not like it and maybe we won't either maybe we it, it's actually not maybe we definitely won't only make music like this we're going to you know i hope your faces are all red when you hear the next shit we're working on because it sounds right. nothing like this no and that's going to be a pattern that i guess our fans are just going to have to get used to or yeah. at least be aware of that it's not going to be a fucking linear one-way street forever but it's not going to be not straight gonna, ahead we haven't forgotten that where we came from with the whole one take cypher type uh live at the camera that's always going to be in our uh you know in our repertoire in our yeah. in our bag so the thing is we just don't want one thing in our bag Get out of my bag. And and again, reiterating that like we've had that one thing in our bag for ten years and yep. we're still on unemployment. No, it's it's growth of ourselves. Who, you know, twelve years ago we're pretty much like like a song like this isn't anything we were trying to make. And then we made other shit for almost twelve years. Yeah. You know, and now we're like we're better at certain things and we've wanna step away from the shit that we're a little too like, you know, a little typecast. A little um, typecasty. It's not uh, the songs you guys do like and the fucking Duke Westlake cipher or whatever you think is better than this. That shit isn't launching us. We're still where we've been. We yeah, have no we representation. We have nobody knocking on our door. We have no offers for anything, whether it's more placement for Muff Hugger or Paralyzed or Comeback. Nobody is buying anything <laughs> except you, the fan, when you like the song and support by streaming or buying it. Yeah. Like, we do rely on you, and we're not trying to just completely alienate everybody. It's in jest here. We get it. We're going to make whatever the fuck we want, really. But, you know, let us spread our wings a little bit sometimes, you guys. Stop being so fucking disappointed with it. Um, just, you know, like we... Term said, listen to the last 10 years of shit and wait for the next drop, because it will be different. <clears throat> while we listen to the next one, do you want to, like, half ignore it by trying these macarons that I made last night while watching Ace in the Hole. Yeah, let's talk, or uh, let's chew over it. These, let uh, them talk while we eat. These are almond flour cookies with some orange extract flavoring in the cookie and then blackberry jam filling. All right, and next caller. I really hope that your music is not going to be anything mm. like your last song because... There's some of the best macarons I've ever made. I will listening to your music. Mm. It's, you like that? It's like jelly. It's got to be a It joke. is jelly. Blackberry mm, jam. It's jelly. Jelly. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna drop a fucking brick on his head. Like you guys, you Bam, such a good friend. <laughs> so please, please, please. Put uh, shit on my lip. Don't make your music like the last. Congratulations. It's Congratulations. Awful, terrible. <laughs> Rab himself is asleep in the other guys. room. We're gonna wake so, him up with an antique. Um, yeah, please. I like when the guys are asleep on the floor and they like pour bleach on his butt and, and everything. All right. Spray painted on him and his girlfriend's like, stop. It's not funny, <laughs> asshole. With her Philly accent. Come on, girlfriend. Asshole. Underbears. <laughs> Underbears. Don't do anything else like that again. Thank you. Okay, Bye. go fuck yourself, lady. 
Good nice macaroons. <laughs> mm. Whatever she was talking about, I don't. I don't agree. <laughs> Yo, it's Glenn from AB. I just wanted to say, all these wannabe music gatekeeping loser cucks want to complain about comeback, and they ain't got shit under their musical belt. Hell yeah! Hell, that hell yeah! It's a box. Yeah! I played it every day since it dropped. Keep dropping them heaters. Kill Whitey. <laughs> Finally, somebody who understands me. Although nobody's called us fags at the end of their voicemail, I thought we had a rule here, right. ladies and gentlemen. I didn't. I didn't screen the endings. That's my bad. No one's adhering to the uh, bylines. And uh, here's one more. By laws. Yo, what's up, Palmer Squares? This is Shane from SoCal. I just want to let you know I called last week about your song "Come Back," and as a healthcare worker, the song hit me and uh, really talk, spoke to what I felt. Um, as a musician, um, I always wanted to be uh, at you guys' level. Um, I would love for there to be a contest, let's say 100 bucks an entry, where we get to put a verse of 16 in on a song you guys have, and the winner gets to actually be on the released version. 100 bucks an entry? I know for sure 100 people plus would enter that's easy 10 g's like him so he would pay and 100 to enter for you guys that's that's an easy thing to do just to be considered so give us the opportunity i couldn't do to show that. you wait listen what we have in hold us, on your fan base and uh i'm sure you'll be pleasantly surprised all right peace out have a good day thank you shane rock and roll i, I don't know if i could do that that's uh that's a good idea i was sitting there like thinking like I, I don't <clears throat> I don't dislike the idea at all of doing some sort of rap contest where basically the winner is the feature verse. And I that love the idea cool. of 10 Gs. Yeah, that sounds great. But uh, this is another thing. This is why we're never going to blow up and why we don't have like more already. Is our self-worth like, to ourselves. You know, we're just like... Uh, we don't that, have any. Right. We're self-worthless. And uh, even to think about charging over a hundred people potentially just to like submit their rap. That's probably like what smart business people do and labels would do. And if I were, you know, acumenal, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, I'm, if I, I might spend my hundred dollars to get on that contest to be on a song with tech nine or whatever the fuck it would have been, you know, at the beginning stages of us doing this shit. Yeah. So there's definitely something there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Seems steep. We should just do a hundred dollars. Hey, he said it. Asking $100 of someone just to listen to their song during a pandemic? I don't know. But maybe there'd be more than one winner, not just one, you know, maybe there's like a, a one of those songs that's just kind of like One Train or whatever that song is, that's just like like six rap verses in a row, you know what I mean? So we would, put two out, of them. we would put out a song on like one platform, like SoundCloud or something, where everyone can peep it, and then leave 16 bars open... So they would hear the song, and then we would choose our favorite sixteen bars, and then put it out on like Spotify or like on an album or something. Yeah, like with one that, of our releases. with the winner. Yes, not, winner not, not a bad idea. Maybe fifty bucks. Five Gs. That's Five Gs is still good. Yeah, I don't know. What about ten? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. It's, it's also like we just work really slow. Like in fact, like nine months ago, we were talking about doing a fan art contest. That's Free fart contest, no money to enter that. Just we want to see what your artwork is, and then we would pick winners to like you know collaborate on merchandise with and compensate them accordingly based on the winning type of fart contest. It has to be a video, 
uh, we never did it. Is the point to assure that you're not cheating by using a sound bite or something? Yeah, In you, fact, you have to chart. Actually, you, you have, have, to, I have to see brown spread speckles. your cheeks, <laughs> and I got to see your butt lips flatulating, like <laughs> like yeah. flapping. Yeah, you need to actually put your index finger between your cheeks and go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only way you can have a chance to. Win. Yes. Um, Contests coming soon. One of those. Anyways, we'll figure it out. And uh, <laughs> here's this is a written one. Um, they had this one last week, but these episodes just keep going longer and longer. I had a bunch of other shit. I was going to do the comeback Drew's uh, breakdown video, but I don't think anyone's clamoring. To no, that no, they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay. It says here, been a fan since seeing you guys. I, I need an ego boost. You know, we need to, we need to end on yeah, a, give me a good one. Let's go send ourselves end sailing. on at least like a medium note. I've been a fan since seeing you guys perform The Quill with UBI opening for Tech 9 in Milwaukee you know what? summer of 2019. We crushed it on The Quill, I will say. Yeah. Listen to that recently. That's the style of Palmer's we went that we threw in the trash yes. two weeks ago. That's okay? what we've abandoned. That's what you can look forward to never hearing again now. <clears throat> um, anyways, he saw us at the show with Tech Milwaukee uh, 2019. That was fun. Um, since then, you've become my favorite rappers to listen to. I saw you for the first time in Minneapolis with my brother where you hung with us in the parking lot after the show, and I can't... And I can't TJ's K. Oh, thank you guys. What? Enough for doing that? I don't know. Uh, then I what drove happened? from. Did you just have a stroke? No, it says uh, hung with us in the parking lot after the show, and I can't TJ's K you enough. It's clearly thank, thank. Okay. that they autocorrected yeah. into not language, like yeah. your like your phone will do sometimes. Yeah, and people think AI is going to take over the world. You know what happens all the time? It's a uh, I, I text the word beat a lot. Like, yo, send me a new version of that beat. Can I get a wave file of that beat? And it always changes it to best. And it's like, I never talk about the best anything. It's very upsetting. I'm a very negative person. Uh, I try and type, uh, every time we're on tour, and I try and type the word tour to someone, it changes it to your. Tour is a thing. Yeah. It's a word. So is beat. It can be used. I shouldn't have to type two R's and then delete. That's something I learned from some young person somewhere. Uh, If you type an extra... (laughs) you're old. (laughs) If you type an extra letter on the word and then delete that last letter and then space, it won't autocorrect it. Yeah, cool. Take that home with you. Uh, then I drove from La Crosse, Wisconsin to see you guys for the Chicago Halloween show. Hey, another one this Saturday on the internet. And wasn't disappointed either. This guy. Not disappointed. <laughs> it was a fucking fun show. Yeah, we were performing Smoke and Fuck and the Smoke Machine set off the smoke alarm. So we were rapping over like an actual smoke alarm. Oh, yeah. Didn't sound good, but it was, uh, you know, fun, ironic maybe. Uh-huh. Uh, wasn't disappointed then either. Uh, the meet and greet before the show was amazing, and it was great to interact with both of you and Prob again. I uh, just wanted to let you know how much a difference you've made in my life with both your music and the podcast. I listened from episode one once I found out you had a podcast, and I've been a weekly listener since. Woo! Wow. hundred and, what, 70 some odd? Uh, I have been struggling with my mental health for a few years now, and Wednesdays have become a day for me to look forward to and a reason to keep going because I know I'll get a new P-Squares podcast to listen to. I feel like I'm sitting down with two friends every week and listening. You both have very similar views to all that's going on in the country as I do, so I find it easy to relate. I am usually listening to your music in the meantime to keep me going. I guess this is just a very long-winded way to thank both of you for doing what you do. Both of you have kept me going for the last almost two years, and I can't thank you uh, enough. Hell yeah. I'll do my best by continuing to stream your music and listening to the podcast weekly. Uh, Thank you for giving me something to look forward to and something to keep me going. By the way, comeback was hot auto-tune garbage. I'm just kidding. I added that last part myself. (laughs) You got me. I was like, (laughs) No, he said, uh, thank you for giving me something to look forward to and keep him going. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, I had that one queued up last week, and it just... 
the episodes keep going long. Like, you know what I'm saying, you guys? And I had like three other ones pulled up. So thanks to everybody for writing in, calling in. Even if you're shitting on us, we play that shit. And uh, there were more. There's definitely, we need more anyway. So keep keep sending them. Podcast at gmail.com, 708-797-3079. Leave us a voicemail. We can probably stop talking about the song now. It's been a couple weeks. We've engaged. New song out now. New song. We're going to talk about like the Halloween live stream next week and then... You know, how we're not looking at our phone all month because the politics is going to be too bad for our mental health. Um, so, yeah, you can put a lid on that shit. And uh, <laughs> we'll uh, talk to you. You said earlier how nobody's buying anything. Uh, SpookyLanguage.com slash shop. Nobody's buying anything. Oh. So go there and buy a shirt. If you guys or a would poster. buy something, man, that'd be great. It's been a couple weeks. So I keep looking at, like, because I ship it all out. So I keep every day, like, checking yep. any new orders to send out? No? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got posters, CDs, uh, T-shirts. Uh, BishopRecords.com for a with or without it vinyl. You can't find a hard copy of Comeback in any of the online stores, so don't worry about like it don't accidentally getting into your that. cart. Uh, if you want to buy a poster, you can leave like a, a little note when you're buying it to tell me to draw dicks on it or yeah. a mustache, Hitler stash, uh-huh. Hitler stash, and a dick. Uh, <laughs> Big mustache, tiny dick, giant dick, Hitler mustache. Dude, I saw, I was watching, I don't even know what it was called, but I was watching one of these uh, horror movies on Shudder last night. It was like a four part, like anthology, four quarters in one all woven together. Vignettes. Yeah. Uh, But it was actually, it was was fun. And there was a scene where basically like a guy gets pregnant by fucking some crazy, you know, I don't know, monster lady. Yeah. And then like they had a birth scene, like, and uh, they have like this, this half a second cut to like when it flies, he's like, which how's it coming out doc like how's this how's this gonna work and it's like it's gonna go out the same way it got in and then saying like his dick mm-hmm. you know and then like Oof. they they show this shot for like a half a second of like like basically a cock like they stepped on an air pump and it like blew up with like fucking red tomato splat everywhere like it was a hilarious like cock blowing up like a fucking balloon that so got- the baby came out of his cock right oh. but they don't you're not seeing a birth you're basically seeing like his whole genitals they, blow out how did it like, go in he got pregnant by fucking a girl basically so she impregnated him yeah that was the twist here she's a monster mm. lady and it was actually a statement on like you know i thought the baby was gonna fly out of her th- into his pee hole no out of his pee hole and then it, his pee okay. hole his whole penis Makes exploded and yes. it was a funny shot of like yes. practical effects of a of a dick like poof, like blowing up and then blowing up yeah. you know what i mean hilarious um <laughs> what, how did i talk about that i don't remember <laughs> Um, that's why you keep the condom on, fellas. See, he stealthed it. He's like, turn around. Let me hit it from the back. And he took the condom off. And fatal, she's like, she's like, I thought you wore protection. Yeah. I thought you wore protection. You Your know? fault, bro. You asked 2020 for it. now. The dudes get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Remember? Remember my bizarre list? Uh, uh, send us send us something. P.O. Box 25627, Chicago, Illinois, 60625. I forgot to read through our 10 uh, YouTube comments, which oh, I didn't snap. do last week because it was only... Um, you suck. A, this all, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Dog shit. Auto-tune trash. Shit Garbage. Shit. Garbage. Kill yourself. <clears throat> no, it was all those promos. People just commenting on the promos, but now they're back to... Word video. It says, I thought a black dude, but a white dude. Nice. First one. So, hey, something's working in our favor. Uh, this live stream was... I'll take it. This was on the stream from a month ago. This live stream was one of my favorite parts of 2020. Thanks, bros. Do y'all have a PayPal? We do, and I think you found it because this guy's name sent us 20 bucks. Woo! Late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PayPal.me slash Palmer Squares. That's the direct hotline, right? Just send us your money just because. Just because. Yeah. We're going to do a live stream this Saturday. Correct. Halloween day, 3 p.m. Correct. Woo! 3 p.m. Central Time. So what is that? Uh, it's 4 p.m. Eastern. 1 p.m. in like Cali and yeah. shit. 
2 p.m. Mountain Time. Yeah, nobody, Figure it out. <laughs> nobody pays attention to Mountain Time ever. Uh, and just like heads up for anyone who's watching and wants to donate, you can donate through the YouTube uh, Super Chat, but YouTube takes 30% of that. So there will also be a link but in the still, info that, that's to our But that's still okay if that's the we'll way. We'll take it. Yeah. That's still like good money. If you send a money through our PayPal, which is in like the info, we're not going to see it during the stream. Right. If you see, if you send us money on the YouTube super chat, we will see That's it. That's the percentage YouTube's taking for providing the service of us seeing your comment pinned for a while. Right, and, and you can request songs and shit. Exactly. And you can do that anyways without giving money in the chat. I think so. Just like send the money if you want to donate wherever. Like it's just yeah. a little more helpful through the PayPal. Um, and we're going to need wings again for Uriah Hall versus Anderson Silva. Yeah, so. we're definitely going to buy junk food with the with the money. So send us the money. Uh, another comment on Word. It says, how does this not have more views? Criminally underrated. Criminally. Uh, this is on the TPS Entreproducers video. Y'all just nice. get better and better. Same video, we same guy. Better and better five years ago. There's <laughs> air coming out of your tire. It's <laughs> <laughs> old ass video. Uh, same guy. Classic though. Puts a uh, fucking shocked face emoji on it. Uh, this is on the City Stars Cypher. Pray like a mantis. Sick. <laughs> it's not that great of a line. City Stars. City Stars. Like the first thing we ever posted on our yeah. YouTube of us rapping. That's the real beginning. The first thing really was uh, that diss to Chipmunk or whatever. The grime rapper. And then we deleted that. Right. Yeah. That was, <clears> that was bad. Douchey. Word video again. Uh, someone just writing out all the lyrics. So you know what they are. That's six, I think. Was that the listener? Boom dip says they came a long ass way. This guy gets it. We ain't gonna make that shit forever. Nope. <laughs> That's uh, what is that seven? I thought somebody would go uh, to boom dip from our TBS reports a couple weeks ago and just try and catch a glimpse at Allison Flood and uh, <laughs> Katrina. Maybe, maybe that's why they're there. Katrina, whose vagina I used to eat all the Jesus time, Christ. and she would Keep not it under your hat. <laughs> and she would not touch my wiener, and I was totally cool with that. Yeah, I had, I had a, uh, a hookup in the high school days that was pretty much like that. She would, you know, Classic. be happy for us to like, you know, I could. I could touch her a little bit, and that was cool, but she never really reached for my stuff. That was a classic and it was fine. scenario, was in a group of girls to, like, uh, I, I'm, like, with one of them, but I'm, like, way more in love with her friend who I can't have. All throughout <laughs> high school, I was in that scenario. Um, live stream comment, Jimmy Eat World was dope. Can't wait to see y'all again. <laughs> um, word, honestly, the song doesn't have enough auto-tune for my taste. Dislike. Very funny. Very funny. I get it. And uh, ha ha. Uh, Rohypnol video. Somebody's gonna see this. Somebody's gonna see this. It's one of my lines. Puppetry Somebody of the penis. gonna see this. We look like a bundle of sticks. And uh, also, speaking of uh, Rohypnol, we have the uh, With or Without It vinyl record still available at bishoprecords.com. Pick one up for a loved one. You'll be pleased to know that the song Comeback featuring Wes Restless is not on the album. Uh-huh. Good uh, news. So get your money's worth and pick one up today. Uh, I don't know. What else? Let me see if there's anything else. We got the stream. Make sure to watch the stream. Uh, and even if you're not catching it live, we're going to leave it up, and you can still throw us a donation, even if it's two bucks. Yeah! Uh, if you really love what we do and stuff. Um, we're just trying to figure out these shitty modern ways to share it uh, with all of you, because we can't come back to Montreal, Quebec, to play to our normal fan base of 11 people, including Jacob. What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? <laughs> um, what else? I was looking for the and everybody's sucking sand. That's Eat a dick. Nope. Nope. And everybody's sucking sand. There you go. Beautiful. R.I.P. R.I.P. So yeah, follow the, uh, or subscribe to rather, the podcast. And we, I think I guess we plugged everything. Let's uh, 
Send us something in person, right? Let's the Palmer Square is peel Plug box. each other's poo holes with our wieners. Albert, right? Poo holes. Nice. Two five six two seven. Uh, six Chicago, Illinois six zero six two five. Send us a tech deck or something. Actually, there's a fan who sent like, me to my home address a fingerboard, and it never made it. The fucking mail system is rigged. Wow. And uh, it's it's finally affecting me, you guys. Uh, I think that's everything. I guess that's it. We plugged it. We did it. We rock. Um, let's get out of here with some new Prob Cause. This is uh, from his Moonflower EP that he just put out. This is Prob Cause and oh, yeah. Cloud Chord. Uh, Prob Cause, Moonflower, buy it on vinyl, bishoprecords.com. Hey, get a double whammy. Pick up one of each. Bishop Records, like the greatest thing he ever did was me. It's the new hip-hop hub of the <laughs> USA. Yeah, I kept it clean so Jason can like sample that. Nice. There we go. Uh, this is Prob and Cloud Chord, No Amount. Um, one song featured on the Moonflower EP streaming now pick that up pick up a record uh, I'm sure Prob would appreciate your support and uh, until next week everybody smooches kill lady what up, little mama? How you living? I was thinking we could run away. Get up off the grid. It kind of feel like we escaped the maze. Days come and go. I just want to take it slow. Find a place where the time stands still. We could grow up. Old man pride. Just sitting on the dock. Watch the days pass by. Kick it with my fishing rod. A cooler by my side. Got my doggies in the yard. My baby in the crib. And my lady making art. See, no amount of money could buy me what I desire. And no amount of fame could provide me what I require. No drug I take that equate to feeling inspired And no amount of pain could erase what you'll provide us see No amount of money could buy me what I desire And no amount of pain could provide me what I require No drug I take that equate to feeling inspired And no amount of pain could erase what you'll provide us So no explanations Cause people tend to judge if they don't get your motivation Got too much of everything but no imagination Oversaturation, trying to practice patience In a crazy world, I think we might have broke the simulation But maybe that's the point, sits back and hits the joint Watch the world and wonder till I enter the void like No amount of money could buy me what I desire And no amount of fame could provide me what I require No drug I take that equate to feeling inspired And no amount of pain could erase what you'll provide us yeah.